This program is about unsolved mysteries. Whenever possible, the actual family members and police officials have participated in recreating the events. What you're about to see is not a news broadcast. 911 emergency. Oh, we need Thank you for joining in on this episode of the Art and Jacob Do America podcast. Uh, before we start this episode, we just kind of want to hit you up with uh, a, a quick little disclaimer. Uh, this is a little bit more of a, a sensitive topic. We've done a few of these before, but uh, we just want to make sure that everyone knows that uh, we mean no disrespect in any way, but there is still, you know, a couple of couple of inappropriate jokes, but, you know, we're trying not to be complete assholes about all this stuff. Yeah, and I just want to say it. I say it midway through this uh, two-hour and 30-minute episode. Um, I kind of say it as well. Um you know, the way we deal with uncomfortable situations is we have to laugh at it. So I hope you can sit here with us and have fun and um, hopefully enjoy yourselves and learn something at that. Yeah. yeah. And now it's Jones is still here. Yeah. Don't think that this slowed me down. My heart is made of metal and I am ready to rock and roll. Jacob, hit the music. <laughs> and with that said, everybody, enjoy the show. By the way, it's episode 81, bitch. <laughs> That always reminds me of Doug. I was gonna say yours. Yours is just scatty, but mine. That is from Doug. Doing all this uh, like research for this reminded me a lot of Nickelodeon and Doug. How? Because ninety six in the nineties. Yeah, what were you doing in the nineties? Oh 90s? my god. Okay. You were reading the Wall Street Journal, <laughs> <laughs> dude. This like this whole episode. Okay, because like when I found out, okay, this is like when everything happened was in ninety six. Yeah. I was like, God damn, 96 was like a fucking lit ass year and shit. Like, is that when Biggie died? No, Biggie died in the next year. Yeah. Tupac, Tupac died, died and died in 96. Like, just everything that was cool that ever happened is revolves around 1996. So, I always, like, I've said this before, like, everything revolves around, like, pre Tupac and after Tupac's death. <laughs> so, it's just like, that's my AD in, um, and what's the other one? BC? Yeah, AD, AD oh, and BC. Yeah. AD and BC, that is yeah. your, your version of that. Uh, BDE and ADE and ED <laughs> and ED. 
Yeah. Edie Castillo in the house. Damn, so it's been a while since we recorded, though, too. This so. is kind of weird. Like, like Art and I were talking when we were first walking into the house, the fact that, like, we haven't been here in... I mean, realistically, it's been only been a couple it's of weeks. It's been almost but a month. Yeah. Has it been? It has yeah, almost it has been a month. Yeah, you're right. Month. You're right. Yeah, Christmas wasn't even happening yet. Yeah. Fucking... Dude, everything is so different now. I don't Ariana even know. Ariana Grande shot herself in the face. Oh, my God. That was ridiculous. That or New Year's shoot. was... Ridiculous. I will say this though, fucking Steve Harvey is like the worst goddamn entertainer. You know what? I saw you post that, and I was like, "Why is Jacob watching the Steve Harvey Midnight thing or whatever?" Because I had the most boring goddamn New Year's Eve. So we go to fucking her her family's house, huh. and they sit around. They make a big deal if I don't show up, right? Oh yeah, yeah. But as soon as I get there, everybody's on their phone. Nobody's talking. There's like shit everywhere. Like it's just the most uncomfortable place to be, especially because like That's I such have such a Mexican thing. Like I have like yeah. weird social anxiety. Like I'm a social yeah. person, but like if people are acting weird, like it freaks me out. And if no one's talking, like I feel like I gotta be like the monkey that like makes everyone like come together, like butt cheeks and shit. Dance monkey, dance monkey, yeah, yeah. yeah. And just, so like I'm just like sitting there, and the only thing I have is Steve Harvey's awkward ass, like on TV, like telling all these dumb jokes. And I'm just like, fuck you. Like, where was Kevin, like, even Kevin Hart, who I'm not a fan of, like, was Kevin Hart that busy that he couldn't do this shit? Yeah. Like, I know your ass was there. Yeah. Oh, my God. You just described the most Mexican New Year's Eve. Although, why wasn't Don Francisco hosting it? Were you watching the English <laughs> broadcast one? Uh, I tried, I actually put, tried to put on Spanish one, and it was <laughs> like some novella. Who's the Mexican Steve Harvey? I can't think of who would be fitting I, I don't know. It's got to it's be a stereotype, because I'm going to tell you right now. Bumblebee fucking, man. I'm going to tell you right now. Man. Steve Harvey has fucking offensively large lips. Like, the dude looks like a stereotype. <laughs> you know what? All right? I it hate? is insane. I'm sure you guys have seen it, but Steve Harvey always has these, like, I guess he does it in between takes on his TV shows, where he gives people motivational advice. Have you guys seen those? Yeah. Oh, I haven't oh seen that, but I believe God. it. I They're believe the most it. like bullshit ass things I've ever seen, man. Yeah, he's like, so generic. Oh. Yeah, like, he's like, oh. so what, what's your issue? You want to get married? Oh, let me tell you. How old are you? 27? 27. And it's like, he does that for like yeah, five yeah, minutes yeah, straight. Yeah. At the end, he's like, you can't just rush into a marriage at 27. And then everyone claps. And then it was like, yeah. what the hell was that? That yeah. was an advice. I, I, remember, I remember. That was his New Year's Eve. Like, yeah, him years, just being basic Years ago, shit. years ago, I saw him on uh, Oprah when she was still fucking primetime. And he was fucking prime going time. on about a fucking. Uh, Back when Oprah was primetime. Yeah, exactly. Fucking. He was, he was uh, fucking pushing a motivational book. Oh, and God. it was, and I, the only thing I remember about Dressing it was. White, oh, it was uh, How to Think Like a Woman or something like that. <laughs> Thinking like a woman, some shit like that. And the whole book was about how to change your mindset to think like a woman because this is the power for this. And he's, and I remember sitting there just thinking like, okay, but what does this do for women? Like, how how are you trying to help them, Steve? Like, yeah. this is a sexist book, Steve. Fuck you, Steve. What the hell are you doing? A man telling women how to think, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. I, I can't imagine how many yeah. fucking Fuck eye rolls were in that audience. Fuck Steve Harvey. That's all I got to say. I never liked your fucking show on the WB. I'm not going to say all that, that now. No, no, no. no. Fuck now. you. What show did he have on the WB? It's the Steve Harvey, Harvey show. show. <laughs> yeah. Of course. He was a teacher with like the most perfect hairline of all time. I was just time. thinking about like... He didn't have that hairline The no. WB <laughs> had the Jamie Foxx show starring Jamie Foxx. Yep. Loved it. It had um pretty much... It was the most uncreative... They had like those crazy what ass. To that network? It, they had they had a CW, what's CW now. now. Oh. They had like teen dramas that were halfway between Dawson's like Creek. fucking. Uh, uh, they were like halfway Dawson's Creek, halfway fucking uh, Family Matters, mm-hmm. halfway fucking like like uh, Miss Hanging with Mr. Cooper. But it was still oh, kind of like don't talk shit yeah, about yeah. Hanging with no, Mr. Cooper. No, no, Hanging with Mr. Cooper was awesome. I will take off my shirt and fight no, you. No, that was a fantastic show. But the teen <laughs> dramas they had on that network were fucking atrocious. 
They still have them, like the Archie. You remember the Archie comics? Riverdale, but that's a Netflix. Oh, it had some shit. That's a Netflix it, one, yeah, but no, but that's that comes on the CW. Sister, though. sister, remember that shit? Yeah, that, that was, was on there. there. That yeah. was on there. Yeah, uh, had Moesha. See, but the, but the, that the, was UPN, sir. The, oh, <laughs> the race car. Oh, I'm thinking about UPN. Never mind. UPN was the ghetto as fuck one. Never yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, switchy topics. <laughs> oh, switchy topics. So I haven't seen you guys since. Uh, well, we recorded before Christmas, and then of course our. Uh, Post New Year's Day one where we all boggled our minds at what Ariana Grande did to herself. Yeah. Um, so Rest this came peace. like days after I saw you guys last time. So here I have. Belated, oh my god! What the fuck? I have belated oh Christmas gifts for you I'm guys. Opening this. Right Open now. it right now. Oh uh, my god! I don't know which is which, so you guys might have to give it back to each other. No. But uh, you know, you you should know right away who's. You used a good paper too. Oh Goddamn right! God. It's a is it Christmas Yeti? There's a Yeti on it. It was too fucking perfect. Oh, yeah, I've always wanted yeah, a Mike Ditka. <laughs> I've always wanted Mike Ditka. Yeah. All right, yep, Oh, yep. dude, The Rock. Everything I've ever wanted. <laughs> okay, yeah, so I gave it. I forget there's a 50-50 shot. Uh, no, we're keeping it. <laughs> we're keeping it. So, uh, Jacob, you get a Funko Pop Rock. Fuck yeah. And Art, you get a Funko Pop Mike Ditka. Give Ditka. me a kiss on the lips. Hey, uh, For the record, and they uh, just hmm. touched lips. Tongues, but yeah. Oh, lips, yeah. Fuck yeah. He even has the Versace shirt yeah, on yeah. and everything. And Mike Dick over there in his iconic Bears sweater vest. Man. Oh, yes. Beautiful, oh, yes. man. So, there you guys go. Merry Christmas, Merry belated oh, thank Christmas. Thank you very much, Eric. Absolutely, Ari. absolutely. Uh, we should toast. Yeah. <laughs> Salute. There you, oh. go. there you go. Funko Pop toast. Uh, I just got delicious. back from uh, a Bears game in San Francisco where it was almost like 60% Bears fans in there. It was beautiful. Yeah. That makes oh, about fucking, yeah, a, makes a sense. A bunch of Mike Ditkas I saw in there. I yeah. saw women Mike Ditkas in there. In the That's crowd. awesome. Yeah, it was San glued, Francisco, after with, all. Yeah. With uh, glued, on, <laughs> glued on mustaches. Was it glued on, though? Yeah, one of the Alex. coolest ones I saw was uh, I didn't know they made this, but they had his. Uh, he doesn't have him on here, but he has uh, his like aviator sunglasses, and then it had like a little chain with a Mike Dick a mustache. Oh, Where do you get those? That's nice. very specific. Yeah. See, I was Amazon. When, yeah. see, when I was looking for for Jacobs, it was like, all right, The Rock. That's, oh, I know I'm doing that. Yeah. That's how it's going. But I was looking for years. It was like, all right, who am I getting? You know, I I, I found a Walter Payton. I, I felt uh, you know, what I mean, I'm I'm looking who to uh, uh, all these guys, and it was like. Even it even gave me players like I was when I was looking for uh, Bears Funko Pop. One of the first ones that popped up was Brett Favre. And I was like, oh, and I was like, oh no, oh no, art art will jump over the table. But then like at like a glowing beacon, I saw Mike Ditka, and I was like, yeah, that's oh, got to be the one, dude. Yeah. That's got to be the one. First awesome. name I think yeah. of. <sighs> so with that said, everybody, oh, right. miniature Ditka. A little miniature. <laughs> is that your is that is that your tiny dicka? <laughs> it's a little dicka here. It's got a big head though. Well, uh, yeah, that's all that matters really. Yeah, that's right. It's snazzy in that sweater vest, you know. Right? Yeah, you got your 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 little dicka in a sweater vest. I like it. Very nice. The season. Very festive. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Eric. You're welcome. Very thoughtful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, anyway, speaking of uh, tiny ditkas. Tiny ditkas. Oh, <laughs> damn. Oh, I didn't even think. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. All right. You know what? Oh, like, like I'll 30 follow more, your lead. 30 Eric. more seconds of banter. 30 more seconds of banter and shit like this. Uh, So how can you believe Ariana Grande killed herself? Like, what the fuck? Jeez, rest in peace. But honestly, what we've been missing. <laughs> We already right. had a Mariah Carey, so yeah. I mean, yeah. Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. Yeah. I, just, I just want to know how high up she could have gotten that ponytail. Like, how? where on the fuck would that have, you know, just a little bit to the side, she was straight 80s. The world may never know. That's right. Never you know will. what else the world may never know? What is that? The real killer of Jean Benet Ramsey. Very difficult to spell, by the way. Yeah, there there is a, a an accent above one. Yeah, of these, I know. Or the N. I learned that. It's for, it's for some wh- reason as a kid, I always typed in or like typed in. I always thought it was like John, <laughs> like, 
Bernay. Bernay. Like, I thought there were two complete. Anyways. Yep. Sounds like Tiffany Haddish trying to talk. Oh my god. Yeah. Who's watching? Alejandra. What she said. Alex and she said, Cesar. Hola. Oh uh, well, which one of the? I don't know which one of the watching right now. Cesar signed on first. Alex signed on second. But there's only one viewer. Oh, right by now, the way, so Alejandra, shout out. She was a guest in the last two episodes. Yeah, she was so. a guest in the last two episodes, and she brought us goodies. So you know, uh, God bless you. I went up to. I gained eight pounds. Oh, to thanks you. to you, I'm on a diet now. So thank yeah, you. yeah, <laughs> yes, my weight gain is all your fault, Alex, and nobody else's. Definitely not my own and my own irresponsible choices. Hi, puppy. Anyways, anyway, you guys ready to do this shit? Yes. Um, Ariana Grande. There we go. No. <laughs> Can't believe we'll never know who her killer was. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, we all saw it. It was herself yeah. in the face. So unless you're you. a goddamn Amish, like if you have or checked out young, in or the young. fuck, no, fuck you, because she's still <laughs> in the fucking um, tabloids. I had so a lot anybody of people ask me about it. Anybody uh, who no idea. Okay, Eric, shut up. <laughs> anybody who's walked through a grocery store fucking line, the Lucky's checkout stand in '96, yes, Albertsons, <laughs> Ralph's, Safeway, any place in the tabloids, you have seen this little white girl fucking made up with her little fucking prom dress and they always ask the killer revealed or this or that about the fucking uh case so it's something since 1996 the media has not let go so who the fuck is this little girl eric take it away well let's start at the very beginning let's start at the very beginning fucking uh let's look at uh you know because no person comes from nowhere so John Bonet, just like everybody else, had uh, Jesus came from nowhere. Fucking what? Well, uh, okay. Well, even he had a mother. Even Anakin Skywalker had a mother. That's true. Okay, yeah, that's true. Fucking fucking and <laughs> <laughs> Fucking so John Bonet's parents. All right. So John Bonet's parents are uh, Patsy and uh, uh, Mister John Bennett Ramsey. <laughs> Where which, she got her name? From. Yeah, exactly. God which, damn. There's a, you can always tell who the favorite child oh is. Oh my god, I know, right? And the, and the worst part is, she wasn't even the oldest kid. She yeah. was actually the youngest. She was a fourth she was, kid. She was his fourth. Actually, she was could, both their fourth. He kid. He probably yeah. symbol raised his boy. He's like, nope, not my kid. Right? <laughs> what was his name? Bert. Bert. Yeah. Here's this. This is. This I, is hate, Bert. I hate. I hate Bert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna name you after a car dealership. <laughs> Fucking goddamn it! You look your Bert. head. He came out all malformed. His head was kind of like tall and like. He looked at his he looked at Bert. Dick you know? and said, "This is a Bert." Yeah, this is Bert. <laughs> uh, no, so John, so uh, uh, Patsy's uh, Patsy was was her mother. Uh, Patsy in her heyday was also a uh, a beauty queen pageant. Uh, a yeah, a beauty pageant queen mm-hmm. rather. Um, as was her her sister, um, John Bonet's aunt, and uh, this was back in uh, I believe seventy seven was the last time that she was a, a beauty pageant queen. Oh wow! So she uh. she wrote it as far as she could, um, and a lot of the things that are said about Patsy uh, while she was on the beauty pageant circuit was the fact that she had this uh, amongst other amongst other things, um, she had this uncanny ability of just kind of holding still. Like people called her autonomous. She was robotic. Like whenever she had to hold a pose, whenever she had to just put on that fake smile, whenever she did whatever the fuck, like it was just it was like you were looking at a fucking statue. You weren't looking at a person. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Like like someone's like someone's trying to show happiness. Yeah, the smile That's that runway would, model. Yeah, thing. The, the smile would be there, or you're telling them to look scared. Like they've got like certain features on their face, but the emotion isn't conveying. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And so that was something that was. Uh, a key feature of Patsy that was brought up that she said that, that was said uh, of judges and whatnot that she was absolutely perfected. She could absolutely portray whatever emotion she needed to portray, but never even her even uh, friends and family said that even when it was being genuine, you never could really tell. She wow. never she never really seemed to the the pageant never really turned off. The modeling of her never really turned off. She was she always looked 
insincere. She just showed what she was, she was supposed to show for. She had that resting bitch face. Is that what you're telling? No, me? no, not even that. Not even that. Like if she won, if she needed to look calm, whatever, whatever, she looked calm. If she looked scared, she looked scared. None of her emotions looked genuine, even in genuine moments. It wasn't well, even ju- even okay. So like you know when. In a pageant, you know, you get that runner-up girl, yeah. or whatever, and you have to pretend to be excited for her. Exactly. I think you know that's that emotion that I, I assume gets taught to people because the actual reaction is like if if you like lost the Super Bowl, you wouldn't be like, oh my god, I'm so happy for you. Right. You oh, would no, be you're, pissed. You would be you be yeah. Cam Newton with a towel over yeah. your head, pissed off. That's but, the real reaction. Yeah, but a, a lot of these pageants, part of the prizes uh, for the winners <laughs> is actually modeling contracts. So yes, you learn the smile, you learn the wave, you learn all of that stuff, all the positive emotions for the pageant. But because you're also going to be going into modeling, ideally, they don't all do it, but ideally, a lot of these um, these uh, entrants will also learn all of the other range of emotions. So they can look scared. They can look angry. They can look sad. They can look morose. They can look uh, freaked out, totally excited. And all of these emotions that she had, by by my understanding from all the research that I did, Patsy could pull them off. Like she could, like I said, she could have all of the right ingredients there, but it never looked genuine. Even in honest to God, genuine moments when there's no one watching, private moments home alone she just she always just looked like she was putting on a show she looked very um sociopathic mm-hmm. wow like she understands that she has to put on certain emotions you but. know what now you say it like just looking at her like in interviews and stuff like it was just like yeah you, you kind of like you felt like something was up like something was just a little off with her yeah yeah well i feel like her son also get some of those qualities as well oh, well well i mean she pushed that on everybody she she and her aunt you know it's a family affair so she has to push certain things on when that is your mother when that is all you know when you know you look to your mother and your father for emotional cues and whatnot and your mother's emotionally devoid dead you know fucking what what, what are you supposed to get your cues from especially yeah. with this fucking family where it was a very close-knit group um meanwhile john bennett um who there's a certain term i don't remember what the uh, what the actual term is but there is a term for when you take the guy the 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 father's name and then adjust it just enough for a little girl or a mother's name and adjust it just enough for a little boy i have it right here sir what is it it is called called a portamanteau a portamanteau oh there you go yes portamanteau yeah, because yeah, his name is John Bennett Ramsey. Yeah. So he made it very French that Jean Bennett. They basically yeah. took they basically took out an H, a space, and an N. And there you go. Put yeah, one of those lines and, and, shit. and put the accent over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, so John uh, John Bennett, uh, he actually was a former naval officer. He did several years in the navy, um, and then he after, looks like a navy man. Yeah, he he was he was a navy officer. And then after that, he was actually a private pilot. So he does have, he did have his uh, pilot's license, um, which we, you know, uh, at, the, at the time of the murder, uh, the Bramses did have two planes, which some people in my research was like, why the fuck would you need two planes? It was like, because this motherfucker is a pilot. This motherfucker's probably got a little single engine Cessna or whatever the fuck for his own little yeah. joy rides and then yeah. something a little little bit bigger to charter around or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um so when you got fuck you money like that. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, he definitely actually. had fuck you money. And yeah. so uh John Bennett and uh Patsy, uh when they got married, Patsy was twenty one years old. She already had two kids from a previous marriage. Um and John mm-hmm. Bennett or I don't know if it was a marriage actually, it was a previous relationship. And oh. then John Bennett, when he married twenty one year old Patsy, he was thirty seven and he also had two children from a previous relationship. A pre- uh, that one was a marriage. Um, 
And so this is obviously a situation of his trophy wife. He's got the 16 years younger pageant queen as his wife. This is arm candy. If I was, if I was, never saw it, have you know to I mean? work another day in your life, darling. And she did not because she went <laughs> on to be a housewife and beauty pageant mother. By the way, I would never marry somebody and tell them that because I feel like your life just becomes devoid of meaning. You know what I'm saying? I've known a lot of, of uh, you know, female friends or whatever, and they, 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 they've lived that life where it's just like their life is just their kids and whatever comes on, you know, Nick Jr. and shit like that. And they're always very depressed. Like no matter how much money like the husband makes, like that. So I can see her her life becoming her child, John Bonet, because this is like okay, I'm gonna force her you know, right. to be this beauty pageant queen or whatever, this little little Miss Colorado. And it's just like because she has she has no meaning to her life. Her life yeah. is her kid. She was definitely living vicariously through through John Bonet. So yeah. so yeah. they, I mean, it's to the point where. John Bonet and Patsy had to match all the time, like their their clothing, their hairstyle, like it had to be. It was always a show. It was always twenty four seven a show with the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the older son Burke, who was four years older than John Bonet, um, he didn't necessarily get the. Uh, he wasn't the redheaded stepchild, but you know he did, he definitely didn't get the same kind of attention that uh, uh, John Bonet did, um, but. Uh, you know, so so Patsy's putting all his attention really on John Bonet and, and yeah. our pageant. Meanwhile, uh, John Bennett, the father, um, is uh, what did he, he do? Found, for he founded along with his I don't I don't know if it was his father or, or his father in law. I believe it was his father. He founded Access Graphics. Okay, oh, so yeah, Access yeah, yeah. Graphics was a software company that no one's really totally one hundred percent sure what they did. It was just a software company. Sounds like they came um, up with a Nintendo 64. They could have. They very well could have. <laughs> they were responsible for GoldenEye. <laughs> God bless Ever him. heard of GoldenEye, you know Eric? You know what? I don't I don't care if he did or did not kill Jominet. God bless the man. He came up with GoldenEye. Super Smash Brothers. Echo the Dolphin. Dude. Okay. That That's one, Sega. That, that one. Sir, that is dude, Sega. That one. Man, you, you, you don't even know, do you? you I just went know. deep. You just know buzzwords. Toe yeah. yeah. Jam you know and Earl. Okay. There we go. We're back. We're back. Yeah. Okay. That game was made for women by women. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so John Bennett uh, ran. Uh, <laughs> John Bennett ran Axis Graphics. Uh, it was uh, a wildly successful company. With uh, again, this is a software company that was actually a contractor for Lockheed Martin. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lockheed, again, we don't know exactly what they did, but you know, these these defense companies, these defense contractors, like realistically, they they really just kind of uh, draft plans and then assemble. Like all of the different components that they work with, uh, all of them get con- they, so they they subcontract to other companies to work on whatever they work on for the government, yeah. for the DoD. So I mean, a software company. This could have been you know uh, navigational tools. This could have been just uh, uh, GUI interf- uh, GUIs into GUIs interfaces. There could be interfaces uh, on the actual planes that the pilots are seeing. Um, this could have been anything on the planes, on the ground, specifically for missile guidance. This could, like, uh, who the fuck knows what it was? It was just some sort of software for Lockheed Martin. Assuming that they actually did software, and this is not just a fucking cover-up for something else. Um, which I think we'll get onto later with, uh, conspiracies and whatnot. But that's, that's, that's neither here nor there. That's, actually, that, that is there. Fast forward to the end of the episode. That's right. What a teaser. All right. Um. What a dick cut teaser. (laughs) So uh, uh, Patsy uh, uh, Ramsey, she did, you know, again, she would uh, really did her best to really push her 
pageant queen daughter as far forward as she can. Um, one of her uh, friends actually was talking about how uh, she would even again, even when the pageant lights weren't on just in real life, uh, she actually bleached uh, John Bonet's hair blonde. Whoa, I didn't know and, that. Yeah, she bleached it blonde and then she lied about it to her friends. A friend of her just out in the real world said, oh, did you, you bleached your hair? Like, oh, no, no, no. This just happened naturally in the sun. Oh, bullshit. Oh, right? Yeah. Not in Colorado. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. All right. Now, now, bear this in mind. How many brunette pictures of John Bonet have you seen? I've actually just assumed she was blonde this whole time. Okay. Yeah. So when the fuck did Patsy start bleaching John Bonet? I don't know if you guys have ever had your hair bleached, but it's a fucking like I, I did it in high school on, on a fucking like I just I just went full fucking for the record for the record. Frosted I'm a Backstreet. For, I'm a Backstreet Boys fan. Uh-huh. I never got down with that Justin Timberlake in 98. bullshit. OK, <laughs> frosted tips, dude. No, no frosted tips. Just straight. Just straight. Fucking everything. My sideburns were fucking blonde, dog. Fucking everything. My hair has always been as everything. black as my soul. Yeah. Yeah. My, my girlfriend. This is back when I had short hair. Um. Isn't it that used to be like your MySpace picture? Like you're like jamming out like on a jazz strat or something like that. It might have been. I don't know. Yeah, and you had like even like down to your like little lamb chop fucking sideburns. Oh yeah, that was that was from uh, that would have been from high school. Yeah, yeah. The Hatchfield Jazz Fest, man. The the jazz the jazz band, (laughs) Hatchfield High Jazz Band. Yeah, fucking right. Um, Anyway, it was a mess. And then for me, with my hair as dark as it fucking was, uh, we had to do it twice because the first time we were done bleaching my hair. I was a fucking carrot top. Like I was, I was like gingers wanted to be me. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) so we had to go through a whole nother round, but it's a fucking mess. It stinks. You have to sit still. And I don't know when the fuck she did this to this child, but I can't imagine that it was a fun thing for this fucking child to go through. You know what? Now that you say it, I, I think she actually like bleached her teeth too as well. I would, I would, I I believe that. I I would believe that. Dang, as a kid, yeah. too many blueberry muffins. Yep. Yeah, and she's only six years old yeah. at this time. Because okay, wasn't she born in 1990, and the <laughs> the death occurred in 96, the greatest year of all time? Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah. So she's six years old. She's getting this done to her. So I mean, at least like one years old. Like this has been happening. So for like the last five years of this child's so life, obviously looks and social standing matter to her a lot. Like, yeah. Which might come into play later. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, for sure. Because this is an extremely wealthy family. These are. Uh, I believe in 96, at the time of the murders, uh, John Bennett was worth something like $4.6 million, oh, which 4.6 in 96, that's, I mean, that's a lot of money now. Yeah. But like at that point, that's fil- that's filthy fucking rich. That, that is. That was so big that when you said it, your dick jiggled. That's right. It did. It really did. <laughs> I heard the. That is, that is legitimately filthy fucking rich. Because have you seen the inside of that house? It was actually very dirty for a family that wealthy. Like fucking A. <laughs> um, but they had the two planes. They had the four-story house in Boulder, Colorado. And they had the vacation home in Michigan. The reason why they had it in Michigan was because John Bennett, who had bor- been born in Nebraska, at some point moved to Michigan, had done his college years in Michigan. Oh, he's a Michigan and man. And that was, that was kind of the, his adopted home. As far as I'm aware, they never really went back to Nebraska. John Bennett's kids, his, his older kids were not back in Nebraska. Like they, it was Georgia. Michigan. Uh, no, no, no. Atlanta is where uh, her sons were from. Yeah. But John's, John's sons were all either in Michigan or in Boulder. John's oh, okay. kids were in Michigan or Boulder. Um, and then he was born in Nebraska. Oh, okay. Um, and so their vacation home in Michigan evidently was equally as insanely beautiful as the Boulder, Colorado house. So this is this is a family that's fucking well set. This is a family that already has they you know that they both already got uh baggage. You know what I mean? He's 37 year old getting a 16 year younger 
trophy wife. He's already got kids. He's he just divorced, slanging dick, right? man. Fucking, he's, but slanging he's all this banging. money. You know what I mean? Um, fucking, she's, she's got a couple of kids already at 21. She's he's a former beauty. white snake. And you, exactly. And you know, you know that her. How many convertibles do you think went, he owned at that time? Uh, in, in Colorado? Probably. I don't know. But. Trust me, he owned one. But she got it. Uh, and it was but, white. But for Patsy, <laughs> you got to figure that she is a former beauty pageant queen, Right. Her whole bread and butter is on her looks, on the fact that she can show no emotion, the fact that she's supposed to be glamorous, whatever. You know, she's the the tip top sexiest of sex models. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah. And at 21, she's, the, she's Melania she's Trump got, before Melania Trump. At 21, she's already got two kids and she's already working on her second major relationship. Yeah. Uh, I Maybe her second marriage, but it's got to be her first. You know, this has got to be for her. That had to have been a blow for her ego. Yeah. And so definitely, I could definitely see someone with, that grows up in that kind of mindset. Definitely latching on to someone that's got money or prospects of money. Fuck yeah, I would too. Shit, fucking, to keep the reality, keep, keep the illusion alive. Because you know this was, and all all accounts, uh, kind of you know, again, close friends, kind of uh, people that are watching doc from close friends to people today that are watching documentaries, going, oh, like, oh, someone so did it, you know, whatever, fucking while they're eating popcorn. Like the constant <laughs> question is, did they have an honest to god grasp on reality? Did they did they truly understand what the real world was like? Or were they just kind of barred off from that by glitz and glamour and money and, you know, uh, always having to put on a show? Because if they're always putting on a show, you got to imagine that they're, they're thinking, oh, everyone else is always putting on a show. Everyone else is always, you know, being – they're not being sincere. Sincerity, sincerity means nothing. It's dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's the, the, you're supposed to try to look sincere, but how the fuck are you supposed to be sincere? You can understand the concept, but if you've never actually practiced it, the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? I, I have a hard time imagining that. I believe that they probably had a very real disconnect with reality. Oh, you know, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, that Preach. comes into play. So anyways, let's talk about what happened. Um, what exactly? We oh, know no, she died. Dude, you just want to keep pushing this along. Fucking their, wedding, their, their marriage was strained. The fucking house cleaner was talking about how their marriage had been strained well beforehand, how they had had no contact um, with each other, you know, for long periods of time, for at least a couple of years before that. So it was a loveless um, marriage then. Yeah, by which I mean that's exactly what the fuck. But you that would, doesn't uh, sound like that big of a surprise to me. Like the fact that she's how many years, sixteen years younger than yeah. he is. Yeah. How old is she at this time period? Uh, she would have been twenty-one. So she would have been in her probably late, early thirties, late thirties, mid thirties, or early thirties, late twenties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure in the back of her mind, she's still thinking, I can get back out there and still get my groove back. I divorced this guy. And, I take half his money. And that's exactly what – and I think that's part of the reason why she's living vicariously through John Bonet is the fact that, okay, I can fucking do this. I can still do this, but no one will let me. So I'm going to put my daughter out there, and I'm going to put my daughter into this fucking situation, and I am just going to absolutely um, – uh, 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 I couldn't think of the word vicariously. Live vicariously through um, uh, through my daughter, through my four, five, six year old daughters. You know, into yeah. these pageants. These pageants. There's uh, uh, the there's thousands of them across the U.S. And uh, the particular pageants that they were in. You know, the the child pageants. Mm-hmm. Um, the range and entrance for that is two to eighteen years old. So you can have. I don't know what the fuck. Like, I don't see a two-year-old tap dancing across the stage. You know what I mean? 
Like, I don't know what kind of fucking pageants you're having on for a two or a three year old. You know, I have a hard yeah. enough time and, with a, a six year old, you know. And I'm pretty sure you were going to tap into like go into this. But the minute uh, you start Googling her, it's like so pervy, isn't it? Like, oh, yeah. The way yes, she's presented. Yes. yes. It's the, so weird. Like seeing a child. What is she? Six years old. At, at the time of her death. Yes. And she'd been already been in pageants for a couple of years at that point. And, and she, you never see her like be just like a regular child, like on a merry-go-round or fucking just like opening presents on Christmas. Like, you know, just just waking up or whatever. It's always like like picture perfect, like Sears, like right. photography, fucking oh, yeah. like, yeah. It's so like, creepy. White the way gloves. Like, her. She's going to serve you like brownies and lemonade yeah, and exactly. shit. Like, it's like so, like, it's like, to me, it's like every pedophile's wet dream. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Like, the, oh man. And I'm pretty sure we'll get into some of the suspects about this, but it's just like, you're definitely inviting like the wrong company. Oh the, yeah, anyone, anyone did, in those did audiences. Do, did they do parents? a screening on those audiences? Like dudes that go I, to see that? I like it. I doubt it. I mean, oh even even God. then, even audiences. Like, I want to know who the fuck gets involved as judges. Where, oh where where does the judging come into play? Who does you know all of that shit? How do you get like to me that because, holds no interest to me? Like, I like I don't want to fucking judge the beauty of a little girl or yeah. a little boy. Like, either way, I'm just like, no. Like, yeah. you know, what I'm saying like immediately, like, hey Jacob, do you want to go do this on a Saturday? I'm like, nah, I'm good, man. I'd rather go do yard work in 102 degree oh. like yeah. Temperatures, when when you know I was when I was doing the research into the pageants themselves, it was like my my whole thought with a lo- a lot of things, a lot of events <laughs> or hobbies or you know things that are toxic. You know, the event, the hobby, whatever the fuck itself, you know, it probably doesn't do any harm. It's the toxic people that get involved. It's the parents that ruin shit. It's the, you know, it, it's 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 circumstances around certain events that, that end I'll up I'll say damaging. this. You're pageants, absolutely right. But pageants, holy fucking Christ. That whole thing is pageants just from Pageants are a bottom. different animal altogether. Oh, because yeah. I have a niece and she does, um, she does ballet. So yeah. we go to her ballet recitals. But this is completely different. This is That's another other level, yeah. yeah. This yeah. is like borderline you're dressing them like grown women like they're presenting them as like kind of a sexual object yes and it's creepy it's so yes. creepy depending on depending on where you are and exactly what pageant that you're in like some of these kids like i, I believe john bonnet was in at least a couple of pageants where she would have been modeling a two-piece well, yeah, like, yeah. She, was, she, yeah, she yeah. won about six of them, and that means like she that, was no, no, no. Colorado, no, right? She won like twenty-four pageants. Whoa, she won twenty-four different pageants. Which, she, how many fucking pageants did she have to get into? Exactly, that's my point. To win twenty-four of that's them, that's my point. At like, six, and you know she didn't. That's win That's MMA all. records, dude. Yeah, yeah. How many fights did she have to get to get to this one fight? Yeah, yeah. she also uh, she was also big enough that I don't know what the name of the magazine was, but there what there is like an industry mag like a, a, a child beauty pageant industry magazine. That she had the cover photo of, like so she she was huge in this particular world. Like people knew her yeah. with maybe maybe not the general public, but across, in that niche audience, uh, in that niche audience across the nation, people knew who the fuck she was because she was all over the place because she was crazily successful because her mother fucking didn't let her do anything else. One of the things they said about John Bonet was the fact that for a six year old, you would tell her hold a pose. And she would go from being like, you know, whiny, you know, a six-year-old, you know what I mean? To immediately, boom, smile, hold the pose, and you could you could take pictures of her for several minutes at a time. And she would not move. I I can't imagine doing anything even remotely similar to that That's to any like of the six-year-olds. That's like treating your child like a dog. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't even treat my own dogs, my own German shepherds like that. Because it's just like, you got to let a fucking animal be what they want to be. This is a fucking little human being. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's just like that to me, that to me, like that's child cruelty. Right? Is there anything 
going like do you know what the sun was doing around this time period as so far, you're telling me as, that dude was just staying at home playing nintendo 64 there, there are Goldfinger. not there yeah. <laughs> Gold, goldfinger goldfinger yeah. Golden that's a different game i never heard of that yeah, I don't know. <laughs> maybe um, in his bedroom he's playing Goldfinger. We'll go, <laughs> we'll go over that later that's why i said it uh golden uh i was about to say golden yeah, Goldeneye, dude. yeah fucking a. um no as far as i can tell Star because Fox. there are not there i think partially because there are not nearly as many male pageants or whatever the equivalent would be for that um, but also, yeah, all of this. Fuck, he's, he's the older. He's the older son. All and his wa- and his do- little sister is still named after her father. All of this <laughs> points to me as they wanted a daughter. They wanted the pony, the sh- the show pony. Yeah. They wanted the the perfect child. They got the perfect child. Take a hike, kid. Yeah. we'll get you your Nintendo sixty four one. I think her. Yeah. I, I think uh, Patsy's older kids when they were born, they were too old. No. She, uh, Patsy was too young to really capitalize on pushing them forward. Yeah. Because her older daughter, uh, the older sister, Elizabeth, was 22 <laughs> years old and died in a car accident oh in 92. Yeah. yeah. So four years before uh, John Bonet died, her 22 year old older sister at the time fucking died in a car accident. That's oh. John's daughter. John's daughter. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. That's right. Yeah. All right. Let's um, get to still, the events. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Eric. All so right. what happened? So we know that on Christmas, the day after Christmas, that they cannot find their daughter. Right. Well, do you guys want to start the okay. night before? Oh Christmas? yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah. It's Christmas Eve. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to do Christmas like the, Eve, right? the full timeline? Well, you had like a a parade that I wasn't aware of, but I, I just knew about Christmas Eve and beyond. Yeah. But go ahead. Uh, so on December sixth, uh, John Bonet was featured front and center on her own floats in one of the in some Boulder parade as uh, Little Miss Colorado. Uh-huh. So here we have uh, a spot where she is crazily visible. Everyone is fucking seeing her, and, and Boulder isn't out. like a huge fucking populated fucking city. It's a popular city, right? But it's not a huge city too. So it's I heard very, about it. So it has to be like the Fresno of Colorado, uh, even yeah. probably like Pro- Bakersfield. I would say, like maybe of that of Colorado. Yeah, it's it's, it's it might not even be as big as Fresno. So yeah, okay. Bakersfield might be, might be a good term. Right. It, it yeah. is, but it's still very well known, and there's still a lot of people. It's 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 a very wealthy town. Okay. Yeah, it's a very wealthy town. Um, so that was December sixth. That's beginning on the twenty days before on December twentieth. Um, Axis Graphics, John Bennett's company, has this huge party. Again, highly publicized. Again, everyone fucking sees it, right? This is absolutely, we're letting everybody know that, hey, my company, Axis Graphics, had our first ever billion dollar year. Yeah. All right. And so they have all sorts of uh, they have all sorts of uh, uh, local celebrities come through. They have all the employees. John Elway's there. <laughs> John Elway, what father was there? <laughs> Fuck. And they're letting every and Terrell Davis. And and again, just like John Bonet was so publicly put in front of everybody, they're publicly put in front of everybody. This company, which works directly with Lockheed Martin, which is a Department of Defense contractor, we had an insanely rich year, one billion dollars. Which again, in '96, motherfucker. Yeah, like three fuck. billion today <laughs> for a little for a tiny, a, tiny build a, company, wall a relatively tiny company. Yeah, yeah, fucking a. Uh, a few days later, on the twenty third, the uh, the Ramses had a uh, uh, a family party. They had, I saw varying numbers, but there was a minimum of thirty people that were co- that were coming in and out of the house. Fuck that! That had free reign of the house. They could have scouted out the house. And all four floors. They, uh, they gave a tour of their house. They did give a tour of the house because they wanted to show off all of the fucking decorations they had put up. They put up tinsel all over the staircase. Um, they had done 
all of that shit. And they video recorded it too, didn't they? Yeah, they, they recorded everything. They also had a, uh, a, uh, a, a retired journalist by the name of Mc, uh, whose last name was McReynolds um, play Santa. Santa Claus. Yeah. And Santa Claus took the pictures with all of the kids, including John Bonet. Oh, and, and he had uh, a good relationship. Yes, there. he did. Yes, he did. But we'll get to get to that a little, you know, a little <laughs> bit later. A lot later, episode two. We'll see what happens. Fucking, um, we could spit balls into one episode. I don't know. Not if you want to do it right, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> um So uh, the twenty fourth. No, excuse me, not the twenty fourth. The twenty fifth. Um, the whole family goes out for a Christmas party. They go out to an, to an outside sources Christmas party on Christmas Day. Um, the entire family is there. I'm already tired at this time, man. Like I'm like I got I got enough energy in my life and fucking time in my life uh-huh. to fucking do like two maybe, and I'm done. Like fucking, we're, we're sitting, we're watching Home Alone, we're watching the Christmas Story, we're eating your mom's tamales. Like Die Hard, baby, you gotta watch Die Hard. Greatest, greatest. Gotta uh, watch Gremlins, dude. Why aren't you watching Gremlins? There you go. Yes. That's a good one too. Uh, really and, quickly, this is gonna sound like it's not that important, but is there any record that shows what the kids got for Christmas? Not that I'm aware of. Not not that I found. Yeah, I wasn't able to find that either. Yeah, but. In the back of my mind, I constantly have this jealousy thing from the sun. But anyways, continue. It could have been. But I mean, it, to be honest, the way that everything was set up, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was jealous for significantly more yeah. than just... That would have um, been a straw Yeah, the camel's back. That would have been, uh, that would have been the, the Oreo that was eaten. But that's a whole other story for a whole <laughs> other time. That's a personal thing with Buddy Steve. Okay. <laughs> um, fucking... Um, fucking A. So, went to a- so they, went, they went to a Chris party. They all come in. No school. It's Christmas holiday. Um, so everyone gets home and everyone is in bed roughly 10 o'clock. 10 p.m. that night, including the six-year-old child. Everyone finally gets into bed. Okay. December 26th. Two o'clock in the morning. A neighbor is awoken to the sounds of a loud, piercing scream that sounds like it comes from a child that is abruptly cut off. The neighbor goes, huh, that's weird. And fucking goes back to sleep. <laughs> like literally, like that is like, like the, the neighbor says, yeah, it was about two o'clock. Like the neighbor decided to take note of it. The neighbor evidently described it as being a childlike scream that was just suddenly cut off. And we're just like, oh, you know what I mean? I am not even going to, you know, my, my girlfriend, uh, the dispatcher for the BPD, fucking, she talks about all the wild ass shit that the, the numb, ridiculous, doesn't give a fucking matter for nothing shit that people call for. And this woman doesn't decide to call for fucking a child screaming at 2 a.m., a blood-curdling scream that she can hear houses away. Especially in Boulder because, okay, in the east side, like, you hear that shit, like, every two seconds. Like, just wait for it. I just heard a child scream right now. And so, <laughs> and even, in, and I mean, in that neighborhood. Like, I used to spend Christmas. You just acted up, fool. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's getting that ass whooped. So, I mean, yeah, that that does, like, ring a fucking alarm bell there. But at the same time... Shit's gone off like I've heard car accidents down the street or whatever. And there was I'm like, a fire down the street not that yeah, long ago. Yeah. Yesterday. <laughs> and then I'm just like, I'm hearing Easter sirens and stuff. Went down. And I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to fucking go back to sleep. I'll worry about it later. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. happening in my fucking There's house. so many times, and I'm pretty sure you guys have been there. It's like, was that gunshots or was that fireworks? I'm going to assume that was fireworks. I'm yeah. cool. It's only six months after the 4th of July. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm over here like fucking like, oh, what is that? Oh, that's just that's just a transient walking in front of the house with their 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 fucking shopping cart. Whatever, you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever that would fucking matter. I'll worry about it when he's over. Yeah, exactly. But Boulder, like you were saying, Boulder's fucking different. Yeah. Especially in that particular swanky ass fucking neighborhood. Uh-huh. Boulder's fucking different. And no one decides to call. Yeah. She, or she doesn't decide to call. But I, she and this is at 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Like, yeah. you know, oh. something's amiss. Ah, yeah. so she, the neighborhood. Is. The neighborhood. Ah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
and she still decided to just go back to sleep. This is a shitty ass fucking okay. neighbor, man. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, so five thirty that morning, the parents wake up because they're going to take a flight to Michigan to their their vacation home. Uh, you know, they're going around getting the kids, you know, all that, getting themselves set up, getting the coffee, doing all that stuff, you know, a little morning fuck, woo, 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 you know, whatever. Uh, no, they didn't. It's a loveless marriage. We already established that. Yeah. Uh, 545, uh, they find out, th- they realize that they cannot find John Bonet, and they find the three-page ransom letter, which is the ransom letter to end all fucking ransom letters it's, on uh, the bottom step of the second floor. Mr. Trejo, what, what do you have to say about the uh, ransom letter? <laughs> Well, first of all, it's uh, written by someone that loves Die Hard, loves <laughs> all kinds of westerns, and uh, I wanted you to read it. Do you have any like excerpts from this? I don't. I can. I can look it up real quick. Let's kill some time. Just start, here just start killing. Just start I, killing. I actually, Art. I actually, when I when I found out what was what was in this, I think I texted you guys and I was like, Eric, I want you to read this as a 1920s mobster. <laughs> it was so ridiculous and cartoonish. It was kind of like. Yeah, even the police were just like, this is weird. Like, it's first of all, it's way too long for a ransom note. Okay. And then second of all, it uses way too many exclamation marks. L- while Eric's yeah. doing this, I, w- I do want to touch on a couple of things that I'm pretty sure Eric was going to touch on anyways. So, the ransom note is three pages long. Yeah. The paper is u- – it's paper from that came from inside the house. Yes. It's uh, – also, they find scraps of a practice note. So, they were practicing this. So, you're telling me somebody breaks in – Finds paper, writes a three-page ransom note, like has the fucking fucking cojones to like sit there and doodle away for. I assume it would take an hour to come up with this fucking poetry that was that was on this. Um, <laughs> poetry. Uh, yeah, I just feel like this is red flag after red flag. To me, this is this is the hook, line, and sinker here. The one that like, dude, if you're not on board that this is a conspiracy, this is the thing that will get you to But there it. is there is a conspiracy th- theory answer for that. And even though, too, like, either they, they made them, the, the police made the Ramseys take a handwritten um, sample, yeah. and they said that there was a lot of similarities to the, um, mom. the mom's handwriting. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't pin it down, but 80%. yeah, if I was going to fucking write something as a ransom letter, I'm going to try my hardest to try to make it not look like my Dude, handwriting. I, well, I can make that, my handwriting look like that handwriting on that fucking bottle right there. But you would never figure out it was me that wrote it. That's what they're saying. It was like an 80% match. And they, they try to explain it away. But, well, you know, for a reasonable doubt, they're saying that the potential is that it was someone trying to forge Patsy's. Because, again, these are very public figures. So it'd be uh-huh. easy to find somewhere handwriting somewhere. And the other thing is the fact that it was written with a Sharpie. And so just because of how thick a Sharpie is, a lot of uh, handwriting features get kind of dulled out. Yeah, because it's a very thick pen. Yeah. All right, so I've got the, the letter here. I, I apologize, Art. I can't. I tried. I'm not even going to do it. In the I'm, not even, I'm not even going to fucking play it. I'm not, not going to Shane. Shane? I'm not play it, Shane. <laughs> Humphrey Bogart. Listen carefully, Shane. <laughs> We're a group of individuals that represent a small foreign faction, Shane. <laughs> we respect your business. Your business but not the country that it serves, she. At this time, we have your daughter in our possession, she. She is safe and unharmed, and if you want her to see her, if, and if you want her to see 1997, you must follow her instructions to the letter. She. She. Body. <laughs> Body. You'll withdraw $118,000 from your account, she. $100,000 will be in $100 bills, and the remaining $18,000 in $20 bills. Make sure that you bring an adequate sized attache to the bank, Shane. When you get home, you will put the money in a brown paper bag. 
I will call you between 8 and 10 a.m. tomorrow to instruct you on delivery shame. The delivery will be made exhausting, so I advise you to be rested, Shane. If we monitor you, you if we monitor you getting the money early, we might call you early to arrange earlier delivery of the money and hence an earlier pickup of your daughter. She. Side note: At this point, it's hence an earlier delivery slashed out pickup of the of your daughter. First of all, I want to make sure you're very rested. Who the fuck yeah, gives yeah. a fuck about the yeah, health no. of your fucking ransomer? Right? Have you guys ever seen what's that movie with uh, Denzel Washington where he's like? Uh, Man on fire. Man on fire. Man on fire. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that is the ransom note. You're right. Yes. Give me the fucking money or cut the girl's ear off. Like yeah, that exactly. whole. That is a ransom note. Yeah. This is. You're sure. Sure. Make sure you're well rusted. Yeah, exactly. If, if you get a little parched, I left a little lemonade and snickerdoodle on the fucking porch. <laughs> and make sure to drink some honey tea so your voice isn't scratchy when you talk on the phone. You sure. Sure. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> Any deviations of my instructions will result in the immediate execution of your daughter, Shane. You will also be denied your remains for proper burial. The two gentlemen watching over your daughter do not particularly like you, so I advise you not to provoke them, Shane. Speaking to anyone about your situation, such as police, FBI, etc., will result in your daughter being beheaded, Shane. If we catch you talking to a stray dog, she dies, Shane. If you alert bank authorities, she dies, she. If the money is in any way marked or tampered with, she dies, she. You will be scanned for electronic devices, and if any are found, she dies, she. You can try to deceive us, but we warn that we are familiar with law enforcement countermeasures and tactics. She. She. You stand a 99% chance of killing your daughter if you try to outsmart her, she. You're like twirling your mustache the whole time. Yeah. I grew out a handlebar just for this baby. <laughs> Follow our instructions and you stand a 100% chance of getting her back. You and your family are under constant scrutiny, as well as the authorities, Shane. Don't try to grow a brain, John, Shane. You are not the only fat cat around, so don't think the killing will be difficult, Shane. Don't underestimate us, John, Shane. Use your good southern common sense of yours, Shane. It's up to you now, John, Shane. Victory! S-P-T-C. Which, of course, the S stands for shame, but we're yeah. not sure what the rest is. <laughs> so what does they do? So what do they do? They explicitly say, do not contact the authorities or contact of, or talk to a fucking stray dog. And at 5.52 a.m. Seven minutes later. Fucking calls the cops, right? Yep. And then within. Now, this is how you know they live in a white ass neighborhood, because within three minutes, three fucking minutes, the cops show up. Now, I've called the cops multiple times in my life, right? Hoping and wishing and praying on a star that they will fucking <laughs> save me from all that fucking ails me, right? Yeah. And it's always half a day, and the fastest they ever got when we were fucking getting robbed at my mom's house was fucking four hours later. But three minutes oh. for a beautiful little white girl. Mm-hmm. See, all right, here's another thing. One of the things that the cops kind of fuck up. So they never search the house to find a point of entry. They just kind of go... I trust you guys. Well, okay. I don't know why, but I trust you. The whole fucking, the whole fucking, uh, the police fucked it all up. The police, from start to finish, this is an amazing clusterfuck. Yeah. All right. So after after calling the police, then the Ramses call their friends, appropriately named the Whites. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Dave Chappelle. Episode. The husband of the Whites is named Fleet. Fleet White. Dude's actual name. White. Fleet White. All right. That is a white ass fucking name. Okay? God damn. Yeah. So 
So they call the police, then they call the family friends, the, the whites, and then another couple. All right. So along with the police, the crackers. There's probably there's four more people coming that have nothing to do with shit, other than the fact that Jacob can say friends, that joke. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. Right. Right. I, can. I can't. Yeah, that's right. That's how I let you say it. <laughs> mm. Fucking. Um, so the police get there first. The family friends show up after the fact, and the police, no problem. Come on in. Fucking nothing is cornered off. There has not been a search at this point yet, and all of the friends are able to just all come and go they're, as they they're want. They're just coming, going they want. They're going in and out. They're getting food for the family. They're trying they're to cleaning take care up of the them. kitchen. That was an advocacy group that the police called. That oh, was really? that was later on. That was later on. So all of the police that showed up are all rookies because oh. it's Christmas Day. Yeah, they so. all 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 or the day after Christmas. They all have the short end of the stick. Yeah, you know what I mean. So all the, all the police that show up on scene initially are rookies. That let these fucking people in. They do some sort of a bullshit bullshit search, right? John goes to the bank and gets the $118,000, okay? This is nothing to him, right? In fact, this is the exact amount for the Christmas bonus he had gotten. Yeah. No, it was the bonus that he got for the yearly bonus. The yearly bonus he got. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it was earlier in the year that he got it. That is a nice Christmas bonus, though, if it was a Christmas bonus. Right. Fuck. I I think I still owe more, like roughly about that much on my house right now. Jesus Christ. I I, I think I I make just barely under a third of that, of his Christmas bonus. (laughs) The funny (laughs) thing is, when I I thought about that, I was like, that's not that much money. And I was like, oh, wait, there's a comma in there. Oh, never mind. That's a lot of money. Ladies and gentlemen, as we're talking about this money, if uh, any coffee sponsors would like to get a hold of us or anyone would like to donate money or any sort of sponsorships to the cause, you can get us at uh, Art and Jacob Do America on Instagram and let us know. Say. (laughs) Say, pal. Fucking, uh, yeah, so the so. At this point, the police do like a bull, bullshit uh, search, right? Yeah. And then they, they search a little bit of everywhere except right. for the basement door. They said that the guy that went down there, the police officer that went down there, he stopped just short. And, now, and in my mind, I can picture it like he just stops, puts his hand out like, oh, I'm going to go through that door. <sighs> no. Yeah. I bet the wife did something. He just looks around. He did, because you it's, because high, it's cluttered. Darling. Because the basement evidently is cluttered as a motherfucker. Would you like some pineapple? Again, this was not this was not exactly the cleanest of houses for anyone, let alone someone pulling in that kind of money. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so you'd be surprised though. White people though, like they sometimes they have like the sloppiest houses. They they even had a, a did they have a little dog? No little dogs, they, right? I don't know if they had a little dog, but they did have a white house cleaner. Ah, oh, that's money. That's my that's dream. Fucking money. <laughs> and she is the one that said that uh, John Bennett and Patsy had uh, marital problems for quite a while. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so they're, they're all fucking, uh, oh, oh. 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 did you oh, man. warp zone? That was an amazing fucking <laughs> roller coaster, dude. Fucking, that was a ridiculous brain fart. Um, sounds like you need coffee. If I can, uh, so they, <laughs> um, maybe a little bit actually, um, I mean, fuck, I haven't had anything to drink since like four hours from now, four hours ago. Um, <laughs> four hours from now. Four hours from now. In the future, man. Fucking um, just like the time warp I just put us yeah. through. <laughs> anyway, uh, so um, so the, the Ramses are in, in, are still in distress, right? Um, and so the police actually bring in a victim's advocacy, advocacy group. This I didn't know right? about. So yeah. It sounds yeah. Like you the both police, know about it. the police called in this group. Okay. The police called in the group and they came in and they are there to to take care of the victims, to take care of the parents and all that stuff and kind of get them whatever they need. And this is the point, Jacob, where they actually went in the kitchen to get food, saw that it was a mess, 
and cleaned up the kitchen, <sighs> including using spray cleaners and antibacterials and whatnot <sighs> to wipe the motherfucker down. Again, there's police okay. all over this place. They don't do nothing. Now, I've watched enough episodes. Now, I hate CSI, but I've watched enough episodes of fucking that fucking show and NSCIS, NCIS or whatever to know you don't fucking do that. Somebody's been kidnapped or potentially murdered. But you don't touch shit. DNA forensics was kind of uh, very primitive at this time. So they weren't, I don't think they were training this in the academy at this point. So I can see how rookie cops wouldn't really think about DNA. That's being true. Found. If they're rookies, yeah. 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 I think like a just one experienced person though says, "Wait, everybody, but, but yeah, I saw this in the case no, once before. No Don't do that." Person. Yeah, <laughs> but a rookie, I'm sure they're not teaching yeah. this in the academy back. So this would, they would probably be like in '94. Mm-hmm. This is when did OJ happen? Because OJ 90, was '95, '94, '94, and then the trial was '95. So like, as they're probably going through academy, like DNA is. Barely getting introduced. Like in the OJ trial, they, they were like, what the fuck? Yeah, DNA? What yeah. the fuck is that? What are you talking about? Yeah. So I can see how this is brand new science to a lot of these people. Yeah. So at 10 o'clock, they finally, they finally, 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 finally decide to seal off John Bonet's room. And that is the only room that gets sealed off at that point. Yeah. Okay. By the way, did that 8 to 10 o'clock window that the ransom letter talked about? Came, came and went. went. Fucking and nobody ever called. Nope. Nobody ever called. No one. As far as, as, far as everyone says. No one fucking questioned it. No. No one was sitting by the phone. No one was like, hey, you know what I mean? Fucking ring, ring, ring. Hello. Fucking Charlie and fucking Candy Mountain shit. You know what I mean? Fucking <laughs> nobody. Nothing. Um, so at about 1.30 that afternoon, there's only one cop left. And that one cop is a rookie. And he says, I want you to do another search of the house. Yeah. Mind you, everybody's already cleaned up yeah. everything. Everything, you know, they put the house back together again yep. and disinfected it with fucking Clorox and 409 and shit. And then the cop says, if anything looks a little off, uh, just go ahead and go through uh, one more time and let us know. And so I guess John and one of his friends goes through. Fleet. Yeah. Miss Fleet White. Fleet White. <laughs> and and, the, and uh, the officer said the reason why was because he was just trying to get the... The parents weren't doing shit. Like, we're getting antsy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, just, he was giving them something to do. Oh, okay. Just fucking, just, just go look at their Yeah, because the I thought that was weird. Like, why would you tell them to do that? Like, yeah, afterwards. You're, okay, you're, that makes sense then. Evidently, the reason why was because you were saying that everyone is just kind of going stir crazy. Just, just find something. And, and this cop, who, this rookie, who fucking, you know, I would be fucking going stir crazy. I'm not trying to watch fucking, I have a hard enough time fucking watching art across the fucking table from me, <laughs> getting all antsy and shit. Art, if you disagree with me, say something right now. God damn it, you. <laughs> Anyways, so um, he goes down to the basement, yep. and he actually opens the door. Now, the way they describe this basement is pretty fucking elaborate because they say it's in a back room of the basement. Yeah. So this has got to be fucking a huge basement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Every basement – we live in California. We don't have basements here. No. And so, like, every time I think of a basement, everything, I always think of Jerry's Pizza, which is just a little, little – like a rectangular hole in the ground. Or I think of like like the conjuring or whatever, where it's just a stairway and then it's just one big room, right? right? But they said it was in a back room behind the door in the basement where John finds John Bonet tied up, and I guess she has a, 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 I can't think of the word. She was she was bound up and then she was swaddled, uh-huh. and then they found like tinsel in her hair. Yeah, and then the way they describe it is is she had uh, oh a garret a garret yeah there you go a garret like she had a garret around her neck which yeah. is like when you see the. Like in the movies, the assassins kill someone with the the piano wire to strangle them. She had one of those around her neck. Yeah. But the way, the, it is, is, yeah, the way yeah. it works is, yeah, the way it works is, you get. Um, not that I've ever done this. Um, <clears throat> I played the fifth. If anyone else there is listening, anyways, you get you get, you get the wire or the cable. You tie it around their neck, 
and then you just keep twisting like what they did is like the one edge of a, a paintbrush and you keep twisting it until it just keeps um suffocating and suffocating and it, it started to it starts to cut into their neck yeah. And so that's how the uh, the autopsy says she she passed away. She was hit. Um, she had like a skull fracture, but the way she actually died um, was due to the strangulation yeah. from this yeah. Garrett or whatever he said it's called. Garrett, Garrett, Garrett. 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 Shout out to every dude out there named Garrett. Because <laughs> uh, the, the autopsy uh, says yeah, she sure. was still alive like after she got hit in the head. Yeah. yeah. And they said also, too, they found uh, marks on her body, which represented that it was like a stun gun that like, you know, got her subdued. Well, yeah. they did find a little like a toy train set that's yeah, also tracks. yeah the yeah. tracks and they actually match up exactly to what looks like a stun gun like uh-huh. the the two markings of where the the tracks themselves would be if she was like impacted there because okay. apparently there's electricity running through those tracks to keep the train going yeah that is yeah, there is i had the hot wheels track speaking of 1996 i had the fucking <laughs> hot wheels tracks <laughs> given to my own by, given to me by my uncle lee yeah those things will shock the fuck out of you dude if yeah. you fucking just take it off real quick yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, some people were saying that that could have been from like an impact from that train set. That, that's true. Yeah. That's where she got that. Um, there was also like vaginal damage. Damage. They did, they did find. And they said that they couldn't not, confirm that she was raped or sexually assaulted. No, they said there was not any sexual assault. There was. Well, no, they said they can't. Or, no, there was no well, rape. There was she no looked like she had been cleaned off. That's yeah, what yeah, I yeah. Saw. yeah. Yeah. So any you know semen or anything would have been uh, dis- um, you know disinfected and gone. By that time, but I want to reference a health class I had in college where they said that you can never really tell for sure if someone's been, you know, been, you know, you know, physically penetrated. Yeah, we can assume that, but just the way, you know, just the way the physical body is made up, everyone's a little bit different. So even if, you know, she, you know, her hymen was broken or anything like that, that could have been from anything um, else. But they did say that there was some damage. They couldn't conclude that it was sexual assault, but more than likely, hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge probability was there because they said it was actually they found um that it was wiped off with an actual cloth they yeah. conclude that it was a cloth that wiped you know the vaginal area up yeah and they found um dna in the underwear yeah which we I guess which we'll that's another one that we'll probably get into on. later yeah. yeah so when the cop sends uh mr john bennett out and about with uh good old fleet fucking uh, mr white uh, mr white fucking the cop tells uh, uh fleet and john bennett you know if anything looks amiss just let me know. Don't fuck with anything. Just let me know. So what happens? John Bennett finds his daughter with Fleet there as the witness that we just found the body right now. And John Bennett unwraps, unbinds his daughter, picks her up, brings her up the stairs, uh-huh. places her on the floor. The mom comes over. The mom's hugging on the baby. Uh-huh. And then even the police officer says, like, initial the shock. Even the officer, like, went up and was like, you know, inspecting John Bonet and all this stuff. Oh. Thereby the, the the cop also totally adding to contaminating clu- adding to the clusterfuck. Sneezing just, everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Wiping <laughs> semen all what? over the place. Well I'm gonna jerk off real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stressed out. <laughs> this will help me reduce the stress. So <laughs> which corner do you guys normally jerk off into? <laughs> you know a house like that they've got to have a fucking jerk off corner. That's you know a jerk off I mean? corner. Respect the jerk off corner. <laughs> but no, jerk off corner when I see one. God damn it, John Bonet, you've been acting up. Go put your nose in the jerk off corner. God damn it, stay there for five Burke. minutes. Think about what you did. Burke, get out of the jack off corner and let Mr. Officer out there God use it. Damn it. God damn it, Burke, get out of the jerk, jerk off corner. When do we come southern? Burke, Burke. you're still here. <laughs> God damn it, Burke. Patsy was from West Virginia, so I mean, there is some kind of southern. Yeah. Uh, this is the first point that anyone starts really 
truly thinking that it might have been the parents. Uh-huh. And it was exactly this moment because the officer said, saw, saw the child come up with John Bennett, saw that it was dead, and saw that she was dead. And then uh, things start clicking in the officer's head. And the officer said, stated that immediately they started accounting for bullets. Mm-hmm. How many bullets do I have in my gun right now? How many clips do I have on me? How many, like, because it's like, psychotic. I am, like, at that, <laughs> at that exact moment, like, things are going on. And it's like, I think I might be in a room with one or two fucking murderers. That's like, that Silence of the Lambs, you know, the, the last scene of Silence of the Lambs where she realizes, like, oh, God, this is the guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it's exactly right. Scene. It's exactly fucking. So that was. That was the events of the day of up to the point that they actually found. And then they did. They did the autopsy. Um, they did find, like you said, Jacob, that, yeah, she died from strangulation. She had the, the blunt force trauma mm-hmm. um, and that they did have uh, vaginal um, uh, damage. Uh, Swelling, swelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is weird too, because I guess um, the mom she had taken her to the doctor for like irritation down there. Uh It's creepy to talk about like a little six year old vaginal problems, but like I get just that's why I like did all the research on my phone because I didn't want any of this on my fucking (laughs) work computer. But anyways, like she said, like she had complained about you know like you know that area you know having like a rash down there too. So this is how they I guess they're trying to explain this away as well. Um, but I guess like the doctor said, oh, it might be from the bubble bath that you guys are using. Or yeah. when you were talking about the bleach and shit, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're probably bleaching your hair in the fucking the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. And it's fucking irritating. Uh, your that, skin. Could, that could very well be. There's also um, John Bonet did have uh, a history of wetting the bed. Yeah. And so uh, one of the theories is a lot of the uh, trauma came from mommy dearest kind of moments where Patsy, because she's she's probably not completely fit as a mother i i assume that's that's that, that's a gross that's a gross judgment generalization but you know i'm, I'm gonna i'm for the purposes of this theory i'm gonna I'm stand by it um and where she would be wiping john bonnet down and if this is in bed this is like middle of the night yeah patsy's trying to get some sleep trying to get her beauty sleep she's all about that shit john bonnet's you know coming to her and saying like hey mommy i went to bed you know whatever and she just kind of is is frustrated is sleepy can't believe her six-year-old is still doing this the perfect beauty pageant child and it's just wiping kind of hard yeah, and that was that I was also one that. of that was also one of the big, I but that also that. led into a murder conspiracy, or not a murder conspiracy, but an accidental conspiracy. But that's that, that'll be for a little bit there. Yeah, right. and then also too during the autopsy, they said they found undigested pineapple in her stomach. Yes, so this is another one of those like weird things, weird yeah. coincidence. Yeah, pineapple in Boulder, Colorado. See, first of all, okay. <laughs> Okay, we live. First in of a, all, white people don't eat pineapple. Yeah, yeah. No let's, let's establish this. It. it just, it just, it's like acid. It just, it's too spicy for them. It's the like, acid is too spicy. <laughs> for It's white like people. the alien from the movie Aliens. This is the acid going through their body. <laughs> so, yeah, too spicy. But okay, to to to, to paint a picture though, what the, the 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 country, the part of the country this is in. All right, pineapple is a very tropical fruit. We're spoiled here in California, <laughs> where like if there's pineapple on the table, like we're not questioning it, right? But from my years now, going back to '96. I was in Salt Lake City, Utah at this time. Having Del Christ- Monte does not exist there. No, no, it was fresh pineapple. Fresh pineapple. Now you go to but a it, grocery store in Salt it's Lake of City. Of the Monte in Utah, not oh. Del Monte. It's of the Monte. So you go to a grocery store Build in Utah at this time, and you're not finding fresh fucking pineapple in a grocery store in this part of the country. That I did not realize. So you're saying that they had a pineapple, they had sliced it up. Yes. Right. Okay. It wasn't I, like canned pineapple. It, in my head, I just assumed they had a canned pineapple. They threw it into a cup, 
and they were just eating because that's how no, I, eat, no. I eat my pineapple. Nope. No, no, that's this some is, fancy like white people stuff. Yeah, no, this is a, unless John himself went down to Southern California to a Ralph's or a Lucky's and bought some <laughs> fresh pineapple oh, and they Lucky's. came back. I, I seriously, th- to me, this is like like another red flag. I'm like, wait a minute. I remember going with my grandparents and then certain items would not be available. Now, like I said, this is the mid 90s. Yeah. Certain things um, are not seasonal there and it costs a lot of money because it's going to cost a lot of well, money to ship it there. when your Christmas bonus is like you can get a car with that Christmas bonus, I can see how they can afford a pineapple. Well, you can get a couple cars with your Christmas yeah. bonus. But the fact that they don't remember putting that out there this is this is the key thing. Like, if we're going to assume the parents are being truthful here, yeah. they said they don't remember putting that out there, which indicates a lot right here for me because it's just like, okay, this had to come from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I do have a theory of the pineapple and why she had eaten it, but that's a whole different. Oh, thing. me too, me too, definitely. Which is I'm leading up to it, but when they did forensics on the bowl, the only fingerprints that they found on that bowl were Burke's. Oh yeah, but there was also a glass of water there. Okay. The glass of water had the mom's fingerprints on it, and they were nearby the bowl. Yeah. Okay. So. And then that whole family had been running all over that fucking house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. yeah, that too. Then we all. I mean, the whole clusterfuck of the, the whole clusterfuck of. And to be honest, regardless of everything else, the whole clusterfuck of the investigation is the reason why we'll never know. Never know yeah. for sure. That's. But that's that's that's. Don't shut off the podcast right now. We still got a little bit to go. Yeah. Whole other hour. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned for hour number three of Arden Jacob Do America. And we're only halfway through at that point. Oh, yeah. hour number seven, only halfway through. We're yeah. through the looking glass here, people. <laughs> the by chemicals are turning the frogs great. By the way, someone tagged me in. Uh, shout out Susan Smith. She gives. She tags me in like the best fucking memes. It was a fucking a mob of fucking like male frogs humping the <laughs> shit out of an anaconda. And what? And Alex Jones just pulling like literally pulling like a picture of Alex Jones pulling his hair out oh on the bottom just like god. oh my god they're turning the frogs gay. That is that's uh, not even gay. That's peace, John, I mean or, uh, <laughs> Alex, Jones. Alex Jones. Yeah, I can't believe it. He killed himself right there after Shot himself. Couldn't take the Ari- Ariana Grande suicide. Yeah. That's not even gay. That's bestiality right there for fucking frogs. <laughs> that's that's true. interspecial kind of shit right there. You know, what I mean? Fabians. I don't see what's wrong with it. Well, uh, but an anaconda is a reptile, so it's total fucking. If you fuck a monkey, it's still bestiality. Yeah, man. that's true. Yeah, it's pretty close, but still fucking bestiality. frogs don't read the Bible. We all know this. <laughs> they don't live by our, our rules. Well, then why the fuck does Alex Jones care if they're gay? or not you know what i mean because he's republican we all know that <laughs> anyways <laughs> anyways i'm sorry um this is a fun episode remember yeah right so oh john Bonet's regina huh <laughs> i got distracted by art all right you said it's a fun episode and i said so john Bonet's vagina oh art <laughs> oh what what <laughs> i was reading okay, no, no, no art didn't hear either so i said so art there jacob said this is a fun episode to which i followed up with John Bonnie's vagina. Oh, there you geez. go. See, it took three times. And you, you know, know what? It was, I promise you, I'm going to hear about it. I'm too comfortable talking about it. I'm going to hear a about comedy podcast. This is, is going to be. Eh. I'm okay with a lot of things. You know, <laughs> I'm okay with Ariana Grande blowing her brains out in live TV. And Alex Jones following suit. Bestialities, cools, whatever. Man, that is one of the things that I was like, I didn't know this much about it. I knew she yeah, died. I knew yeah. there was a conspiracy behind it. I didn't know there was going to be this much dark yeah, shit down Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fucking... It's, this it's, is almost dark web episode status. Yeah. 
at, at first, my 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 whole thing was like, you know, this is. I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of reasons why this is still popular. There's a whole fucking reasons why we're doing the podcast now. And no, it's a I conspiracy. It was, I thought I thought it was a whole bunch of stuff, but I mean, this is really something extremely fucking brutal, you know. And yeah, that's part of it's not it's not just some you know there's some random white girl died. And like, I'll say this: a lot of brutality to it. I'll say this too: like anybody getting offended by us, like making jokes or whatever. Like none of us that are sitting at this table comfortable talking about this. Nope. Oh, Maybe no, her. not at all. Nope. And the re- I mean, for me, my defense mechanism when dealing with that is like hitting it up with comedy or whatever. Right. I've I've been so depressed where I've like fucking fell down to like 150 pounds. Anybody knows me, I'm fat as fuck. 150 pounds of skeletal yes, for me. And so fucking, I've almost died literally for fucking being depressed. And I will fucking make the worst joke about that. So like anybody that's got a problem with us making jokes about this, like. We're the first people to make fun of ourselves. So, like, yeah, and I'm sure we're going to cover that too in the intro as well. We'll probably yeah. do that with a disclaimer. But here's a, a mid-episode disclaimer as well. That, yeah, it's it's uh, um, all future sponsors. Yeah, it, you know, we we we. Try <laughs> and we don't want to make be... light of like sexual abuse or no, 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 no. children. Yeah, it's always a little bit. Touchy it's uncomfortable, man. It's like, uncomfortable. You... it is uncomfortable, man. Yeah. I like. There was points like at work, like I was just like. Like, I had a little bit of time, like, to do my research or whatever. And I would just, like, sit. I had, Like I said, I have to go on my phone and research it. And I'd just be sitting there. And I'm just like, man. Even I on my phone, I was like, dude, I bet the FBI is fucking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, man, I love my dogs a lot. Like, if something like this were to happen to my dogs, like, I'd be so uh-huh. distraught. Like, I can only imagine if this is my child, my blood. Like, if yeah, this yeah. happened to my child, how I would feel. Yeah. And so, which leads us into our the next part of this. Like which John, is, this is his second daughter that he's lost. Yeah, in a matter of like four years. Yeah, like good Christ. And then and this leads perfectly into the next part of it. Like they're acting strange as fuck. Yeah. Like you know the parents. Like like you said earlier. Like Patsy, she had weird like you know um, emoted the way she emoted was just weird as fuck. And you sit there and you watch the videos of them like you know on Access Hollywood and all these like fucking tabloid fucking team t- pre tmz like yeah. shows and shit and they're just acting like strange as hell but even even before just the way they're acting on the screen the fact is that they wanted to absolutely control the narrative yeah and, and so they they were very not hostile but they weren't totally cooperative with police uh-huh. but they were calling up all sorts of interviews right um they uh they hired their own lawyers they lawyered up right away and they each they had got, their own different they lawyer. Got, they got their own. That's right. They did. They got their own PR firm, right? Yeah. And then they got um, their own private investigator mm-hmm. to go to, to to look into this. So they're trying to control every aspect of this. They're trying to uh, the legal portion of it and what they're liable for, how the public sees it, and then what police find. They got their PI to look into that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's 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 fucking ridiculous. I will say because there's a lot of because honestly, like. Again, kind of going off of the vein of you know this stuff being really uncomfortable, um, I I, di- I I found various videos, um, I did various pod, I listened to various podcasts, I uh, checked out all these interviews and all these, and I was listening to all these people that they weren't doing anything informative, they were not giving off any information, they were not adding anything new, they were not all they were saying is they were just saying oh. If I had lost my daughter, I would never act this way. Or it is so weird that they were just, and it was, you know, a comment like that offhanded, you know, I mean, yeah. But when you're dedicating an entire like hour and a half podcast to just saying, oh, I would never do that. I would never act like that. I would never. Well, you never it, know until it, it happens it, to it, you. Yeah. It actually like, 
viscerally pissed me off to the point that I was like, I, I, there was, as soon as I heard a couple of keywords, like in the first 10 minutes of certain podcasts or certain interviews or YouTube videos, like, nope, I'm not even going to fuck with this. I am, no, I can't do it. And that's leading me to my point I was making. They were acting weird as fuck. And then I found my, my knee jerk reaction was to be like that. Like, well, I'd never be like that. And it always takes me back to a time where, um, for, to, to save time on this story, where one of my friends got in a really horrible car accident mm-hmm. and I should have been in that car accident. Everybody's freaking out. My friend is sitting there with a shattered leg, like literally like leg just like almost gone. I'm thinking he's crippled. He's about to die. I'm standing there. Everybody else is freaking out around me. And I go to Terminator status and I start like just just organizing everything just like robotically. And I'm like, wait a minute. I want to say that I would react this certain way. But in reality, when shit goes down, I act another way than I thought I would. So I go into preservation mode, like where it's just like all emotions go out the window and I just start, you know, trying to save my friend's life like yeah. don't don't get caught up with the emotion you'll deal with that later let's just figure out how we're going to fix this and move forward and like the parents as well like just to just to i guess be on their side a little bit like patsy she's got weird mental issues anyways yeah you know she's probably she, pulled up it's like a motherfucker yeah and so, along with all of the other shit that she's going through and then dad um like you said he lost a daughter so it's already he's going through this all over again he stands to lose a whole lot because you said he hired a pr firm he he just had the most successful year ever yep. and immediately you got to think like oh shit i still have another kid i have this wife that i'm taking care of like my whole life is about to fall apart. And he's a CEO. You know, to get to that point, he's already got to have certain traits. Yeah. That like he's got to he's got to be able to go through to get to a point like that. Yeah. Certain certain cold heartednesses. Yeah, exactly. I, I, That's my point. I was gonna make. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. It, it's it's just like fuck, dude. Like I, I like I know anyone you know, high on the food chain. They're weird. Like every LOD me and you have had, like yeah. at Target, which is like the store manager at Target for anyone that never worked at Target. They're weird as fuck. Like right. they don't, they're, they're not there with their family. Even where I work at too, like people that yeah. have climbed that fucking ladder, like they, like they'll have family members die. Like I had one manager, like her son passed away and she was at work the next day. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, the fuck yeah. is wrong with you? Like Same I would take I work, a yeah. whole half year off, but they're just that dedicated to the work. And like interviews with him, he's like going through, like he's just talking about his work still. Yeah. Not talking about his daughter, his beauty pageant daughter. He's talking about his work. I was, you know, I was talking to uh, uh, Elizabeth and, you know, she is a dispatcher, you know, and, and I, I asked her, I asked her point blank, you know, I, the way I told her was, I think I already know this answer, but I've got to do do Dylan's and I have to ask you, you know, is, is there a consistent or a, a right way to react to, you know, any sort of, of trauma? And, you know, what, what have you heard? What are you And She's like, no, no, there's not. There's, there's people that are steely cool in like disastrous situations. There are people that are panicking in disastrous situations, you know, and everything in between. Uh-huh. And you see that same run of gamut over tiny shit that doesn't even fucking matter that you shouldn't be calling 911 for to begin yeah. with. And you see everyone from the steely calm and cool to the, oh my God, the sky is falling hyperventilating, you know? So uh-huh. everybody, everybody's going to react differently. Yeah, and so uh, that's what I'm saying. To hear like all these different interviews and all this shit, where it's like, and, and, and people are just damning them because they're not acting the right way. It's like, fuck, dude, I don't know. I, I was thinking about my buddy Dave. Dave, when he was growing up, emotion was not a big thing in his family. You know what I mean? And I remember. So his his big thing is he doesn't he chuckles inappropriately. He laughs and chuckles inappropriately. And I remember one time in particular, we were hanging out with one of his uncles, and his uncle was telling us because they had just gotten a couple of new dogs, and there was one dog. And we asked, you know, where, where's the other dog at? You know, what's, what's going on? And so his uncle was telling us, you know, yeah, well, you know, they were out here in the backyard, whatever. Um, 
the puppy, the other puppy, got its head stuck into a pot, uh, couldn't get it out, was stumbling around blind, freaking out, trying to get it off, and then fell into the pool and and drowned. Oh. And his son, his youngest son, who would have been about 10 or 11 at the time, was the one that found the puppy at the bottom of the pool. Okay? To which Dave's response was to start to chuckle. And sm- genu- he had a genuine smile on his face, and he's trying to hide it, turn away, and his uncle starts giving him shit. Oh, is that funny to you, Dave? Is that funny, Big Dave? What's so funny about that? Are, is it funny that my son was traumatized? Is it funny that I would, you know? And all Dave can do is just continue to chuckle. That's all he could fucking do. And just because that was... Defense mechanism. That was a defense mechanism. That was... He was... Emotion was not something that was really brought up in his family. And so, I, I don't know. When you're talking about someone's the CEO, someone that was taught how to control their emotions, who never looked like they had genuine emotions to begin with. You gotta be cutthroat you know, to some, begin with. Yeah. Someone that has already lost a daughter once before, just a few years ago. You know, all this other stuff. I, I, I can't... I can't, based upon just actions alone, judge... Just the way a person's acting, you know. What yeah. I mean? yeah. So, and so, but it was still fucking weird. So this is where the media starts to pick it up, right yes. here, and this is them being weird in the media, like just gets amplified. And like I said, you're walking through Lucky's grocery store, you're walking through Albertsons, wherever fuck you shop at Safeway or whatever, and you see this shit, it's just plastered, and immediately the media just convicts them as, oh, they're suspect number one. Yeah. But reality is, is they had by October of '97 a list of 1,600 people as probable suspects. Now, the police department believed that they had some kind of role in it, and they were the ones looking at it. And this is where things start to get a little fucked up because the police department were pointing fingers at at the Ramseys. But the DA, the district attorneys, they were starting to believe, um, and this is where Detective Lou Smith, who was a retired, you know, assistant to the DA he came out of retirement uh, to help with the investigation and he believed that it, there was some kind of intruder yeah. that um, that was to at fault because of it and you had these two departments that were just at ed, or at odds and it was fucking up even more so with the, you know even with the, like the bullshit fucking search of the house yeah. it started to cluster fucking even more because you had these two departments fighting over what really happened and they're supposed to be working together yeah the 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 detectives that were actually from boulder they were led by a uh, detective that had never led a homicide case before. he had never led a team like this before he had six detectives working under him um and those six detectives not a single one had homicide experience at all for any of them and then the lead detective and the da on a personal level were at odds because the um uh, the DA was a, 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 pre- a progressive liberal in the area, and the uh, this lead detective, and I guess the, the the police department at large, did not trust the DA in general, mm-hmm. and so that was why the police department brought in their own lawyers, and that was why the DA brought in an outside source because, in theory, they're working together. The lawyers for the police is the DA, and the policing forces for the DA is the police. Uh-huh. Yeah. But they all brought in their own sets of people, and then the Ramseys bring in. So we have three sets of lawyers. Yeah. And, and, and the Ramseys hired a fucking former FBI agent. I guess yeah. his name is John E. Douglas uh, to do his own fucking independent fucking search. So you have all these different parties uh, fucking doing their own fucking yep. you know investigation, 
And then finally, the Colorado, the governor of fucking Colorado, Roy Romer, I guess his name is, he says, fuck all y'all. We're going to fucking appoint a special prosecutor, yep. uh, Michael Kane, to do, you know, all this fucking shit because you guys can't get on the same page. Yeah, and beca- it became a clusterfuck because all of this national media is coming into Boulder. The DA has, the, the most the DA has done with is the local paper. And now all of a sudden he's having to give statements to the after a certain point the world yeah you know and so it just got to a point where not Hustler only magazine. not only is it <laughs> man that was uh man his fucking interview his sit down with uh, uh, larry, flint. uh larry flint was fucking amazing especially because larry flint couldn't stand up he had to sit down it was amazing <laughs> fucking um but yeah so the governor brought him in because this investigation is going on too long but also because this is this is a public stain this is again this is another pr move because yeah. our, my da you know in this crazily publicized case Looks like a fucking fool. And not only that, the police department looks they like all, everyone looks like yeah, a fool. Yeah, everyone looks like a fool. Like yeah, yeah. Fools, yeah. Go stand in the jack off corner. Yeah. And of, <laughs> the DA just kicking in the jack off corner. And of course this is national attention because this happens because this happened right after the OJ case wrapped up. Yeah. You know, there like you like you said, there is no TMZ. There is no fucking To me, this is what's sp- like these two right. events is what sparks like their TMZ world. Right. OJ starts starts off this huge thing and then John Bonet just throws it over the cliff and so i think that's 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 another reason why it became it becomes such uh it's not necessarily hand in hand with the oj case like you never you never go like you think of one and you automatically think of the other in that sense but they are linked in that way and that they are really what started like true crime fascination yeah on such a huge scale uh paparazzi leading you know following yeah detectives around um just the media blitz was this was this was a huge part of it and the fact that they wanted their reports the different uh le- not even just tabloids but legitimate magazines were saying like all right uh this week we're saying it was the mother okay this week we're trying to uh sales are down we're gonna say it's a son okay we're gonna say it was the neighbor you know mm-hmm. their, their reports that the their editors were yeah. saying that shit and i remember the sell, media you know? like just having a field day just like like they had like what's that lady's name like on Fox News? Nancy like, Grace. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah I know exactly. Just, the fuck she has about. that fucked up like I smell uh, dog shit like all the time. Just like, yeah. and how can a mother let this happen? And it's just like that this this condemnation of it. And I'm just like, okay, we, we, we're not fucking de- nobody's detectives here. This is what I hate about the media. Like everybody, like even during like the whole Me Too movement, like which I support. Like people are automatically just guilty. before for fucking a proper trial and that's that's this is another thing too that really started to spiral out of control as well like where they they like the media had it as the parents yeah 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 yeah, very much so even to the point where i in my mind like i just concluded like oh okay yeah uh both parents are in jail right now because they killed their own daughter like if you were to ask me just like two weeks before this like oh yeah john benet ramsey that girl that died because her mom and dad killed her that's just because that media imprint in me is just like oh okay yeah that's that's what happened but doing my research like you flip-flop on it a lot like you get all the facts about what what could have happened on this end and then you get the other side of the story, and then you kind of draw your own conclusion. Yeah. You guys that. ready to get to some of the suspects? Yes. Because I feel like that's kind of where we're at right now. Right? I mean, yeah, we're we're at the point where it's like, all right, here's the case. Now let's get into some of the suspects. The, so the, the biggest, the, fuck, yeah. you want to start with the family or you want to go outside the family? Let's start with the family. because right. So basically there's two, uh, two um, different... Uh, theory. So the family theory, uh, which is supported by the Boulder police and a Colorado grand jury, which I believe in 99. Yeah. 1999. They actually indicted 
they the recommended family. indictment. Yeah, recommended indictment. Because the DA said, we don't have enough. We're not going to yeah. do it. And they never went to trial because, yeah, like you said, the DA said, I can't prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that the parents did it. Now, um, the reason why the police um, suspected it, because there was a tw- there's in these cases, they said there's always a 12 to 1 probability that a family member or the, you know, somebody close to the family um, is responsible for the yeah. death of a child. Um, they also believe that the the scene looked very staged. Everything was just too, just a little bit too yeah. off per you know those rookie police well, statements. I mean that fucking ransom note. The ransom note, yeah. There, and then there was Die Hard with the Vengeance. The fact that yeah. um, the whole idea that good old Fleet was and his wife and the other friends were called over specifically to be witnesses yeah. to not not to not to help us grieve, but to actually find be there to see. Oh, I am just finding my child for the oh, first time. Oh, look at this. Oh, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go look for. We some. both, I, not I found it. Like we found it. We found the baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. go find my starter jacket. Be right back. Oh yeah. my god, what is this? Yeah. Or whatever was popular in the '90s. And so their theory was that, like Eric alluded to earlier, is that you know John Bonet, she was you know she was wetting the bed and she just got so frustrated that out of a fit of rage she hit the shit out of her with you know some kind of object and knocked her out. She flipped out and decided, okay. I'm going to strangle her, write this, um, you know, huge-ass yeah, fucking yeah. ransom note and fucking stage, you know, the fucking uh, murder murder scene and, um, you know, finish the act by choking her because, like I said, the, she was still alive technically right. when, you know, the strangulation happened. When you're freaking out, you're like, is this, uh, they're dead, they're dead. So you go through all this shit. Oh, fuck, they're alive. Uh, kill it, kill it. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like we've already yeah. gone... I don't know what they could have gotten past, but they decided we've already gone past, you know, the no return point. Well, so, at this point, it. the mom would go to prison if she beat the shit out of her daughter like yeah. that. Yeah. So there's no, there's a point of no return. You're going to prison. But the thing that bothers me about this theory is if the marriage was arranged, like, uh, not arranged, uh, if the marriage was <laughs> deranged or, right? Is that what it's a crazy marriage? marriage. Uh, if the marriage was estranged, estranged, <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, why would the why would the husband cover up for her that much? Like, yeah, see, that's what doesn't make that's sense. That's the to thing me. that always bothered me about this theory. Because uh, if you fucking kick, or I love you, Art. Like, you're one of my best friends. You're probably gonna be the best man at my wedding. Oh yeah, if I get your married. face Eric. <laughs> <laughs> but if you fucking kick my dog, dude, and you kill it, like I'm calling fucking, I'm calling the cops, dude. You're going to jail. I feel like, yeah, yeah. I feel like if we were in this room right now and you killed Eric, and you're like, you gotta help me cover Wait, it what? up. What? I'd be like, oh, I don't Not, know. Oh, sure, yeah. And then I'd be like dialing. But, the, but oh, then yeah, Art I, would I, look. I saw his motherfucker do this. <laughs> and then, but then Art White privileges today. <laughs> you were arrested. But I'm the one who called the cops. Uh, I don't know. Art would look yeah. over at his little Ditka in his wonderful <laughs> little sweater. And he'd be like, Eric did a lot of good things for me. <laughs> and then he would bash Jacob over there. We would weaken at Bernie's you for a few more episodes. <laughs> Dude, all I'm saying is just put my body in the fucking uh, passenger seat. Use me to get in the fucking uh, 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 carpool lane. That's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. and just 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 have some fun with my body. By the way, if well, I die... If I'm going to get some fun out of that body, I'm not just using you for the carpool okay. lane. I'm just saying. I get, I'll give you guys permission Somebody's going right to have now. to wipe your area. <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I die, I give you guys permission to swear on my grave for whatever the fuck you want. Lie as much as you want. You know, just, just, yeah, no, I, I wasn't, I didn't see that dude do that thing. I swear on Eric's grave. I give you permission to lie on my grave. Oh man. Yep. So there you down. go. That's how it goes to friends. Listeners, not you guys. Just start and check up here. Just give me one of those bells. Like if you've ever seen the nun, like one of those bells that they used to put like on tombstones, just in case, like I'm still alive. So I can <laughs> ring the bell. I feel like if Eric 
has a funeral, there's gonna be cowbells in the crowd. <laughs> and we should go <laughs> like a fucking hockey game. It's gonna be dope. The Amish are gonna be there. <laughs> that's a good idea. Uh, anyways, all right. So that's the mom theory, right? What about the dad? I didn't get a lot of information on the dad. Did you guys See, get a theory on the dad? When I whenever I saw dad theories, uh, it wasn't. It was mom and dad theories. Okay. It was that something happened and like, either she did something and he witnessed it. Or they set up like, you know, a, a comedy of tragedies kind of thing where they both inadvertently killed her mm-hmm. or something like that. And so they went into it together and they tried to cover up together. So there, there was I didn't see a single theory where it was just John Bennett, you know, fucking up his namesake. One of the things that I did see, but I didn't see it consistently, was that there was a year like a evidence that there were like years of sexual abuse I didn't see that consistently. Though. No, there was not. In fact, uh, before Bert. before that, uh, in the years before that, she had been to the pediatrician uh, twenty seven times in the th- uh, in the three years. No, in the two years before she died, and there was nothing. You know, I mean, there was there was obviously stuff. You know, there there's some d- debate about you know this is kind of the mother's issues, wanting uh-huh. to make sure she has a perfect daughter and all that shit, um, but. Yeah, there was no, there was no record from the pediatricians in all of that time saying that there is this obvious history, yeah, or even hint of. And then even Burke, like when he went, I, I believe on Doctor Phil, he they were talking to him about this recently, like a couple of years ago, yeah. And they were talking about, whoa, was your mom ever? Was your mom ever very physically? <laughs> Damn, that's a good impression. A I'll one. tell you what, you need to get back oh, with God. Like, yeah, I'll tell you what part, but yeah, yeah the rest was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but he was saying that, like, yeah, there was no history of, like, they never got spanked. Basically, they were spoiled kids like yeah, they never they, yeah. their mom never didn't believe in spanking or anything like that so like even burke who will go into his theory right. later um he said like no like our mom never even fucking hit us like yeah. we weren't disciplined like that we went into the jack-off corner you know what i'm saying <laughs> okay so you want to get into the burt one yes i do so this is the one i believe in this is where i'm putting all my chips in the table all right, all right. because unlike jacob killing eric like let's say uh, a family member or like let's say my niece or something because I don't have any kids but like <laughs> let's say my niece killed Eric and I'm like oh my god she's gonna go to prison for the rest of her life I might con- consider covering it up for her if Ooh, I was like that's love Ooh. well it is it is love like there's a different love there where yeah, it's like yeah. if your child might go to prison for the rest of their life and you gotta gonna... think about the, the, the parental guilt too, because here's the child that you've neglected basically. Yeah. Your oldest yeah. child, your oldest male child, you're neglecting him basically, and then all of a sudden he does something like this, and then you have that thought, like, oh my God, he did this because of this. He was yeah. jealous. All those things start going through your mind. And you start I'm at like, fault yeah. for this. Yeah. I'm I'm by default, I'm kind of at fault for this. And so you start overcompensating for it. Okay, so, so this is the, earlier I asked you guys, hey. Did, was there anything of why what what they got for Christmas, like their gifts, right? Yes. So I could assume, let's say she's the star child, she's the beauty pageant girl, she was just in the town's parade. Everyone's basically here for her. She like, got Botox. <laughs> Santa, Santa, Botox, Santa Claus is over here trying to bang her. Um, <laughs> Which uh, is another theory. We'll get, yeah, to. we'll get into that. And um, I'm just the fucking kid that got the uh, used. Atari or something, you know, what the Jaguar. That got the Jaguar. The, he the Sega Jaguar. Yeah. CDR. Yeah. <laughs> with sixty-four graphics. <laughs> Sonic and Knuckles. <laughs> um, yeah. That was ninety six, yeah. So yeah. like 
Or I got, the, I got the virtual boy. Are you fucking serious? I got Mortal Kombat on Super Nintendo, not Sega. Everyone knows that Super Nintendo doesn't have any blood, okay? <laughs> fucking uh, thanks, Mom. Uh, so it's true, by the way. I could see yeah. how... <laughs> this is very good. Deep cut. On Christmas... Post Christmas Eve, whatever. What do you call that? Christmas Day. Christmas Boxing Day. Day. <laughs> Boxing Day in Canada. No, 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 no. He said post Christmas Eve. That's Christmas Day. <laughs> well, post Christmas because this is the twenty. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. So Christmas night after this whole thing happens, he's pissed. He didn't get any attention. He didn't get the gifts he wanted. She's sitting there. She wants, uh, or maybe he's the one eating the pineapple, and then That's they like get very into an Stewie argument. from fucking Family Guy, right? There. Okay. They so, get, so real quick, what is the pineapple? Just. I assume they had pineapple in their home and they just ate pineapple. But this is when the argument starts. And he like, I heard a lot of theories about him grabbing a flashlight, which I don't know how they come to that conclusion, but I can see how he could grab something from the, from maybe one of those like mallets from the kitchen, something yeah. that's in the kitchen, grabs it. Bolt, like, you know, like spoiled rich kid style. Like, I'm going to hit you. Bah! Hits her in the head. Yeah. She's bleeding. Parents run in. They're like, oh my God, she's dead. Um, oh, This kid's going to go to jail because he like, Beat the shit out of our daughter, but that's let's cover up for him. Okay, no, for, okay, sorry, for, uh, but that's that's why the maglite comes in because she wasn't bleeding, and so what they uh-huh. found was that, uh, I I guess uh, an investigator found that the maglite handle like literally fell, uh, fit into the divot in her head. Oh my oh, god! Uh, yeah, and uh, they were able to show that I guess someone did studies on it. In fact, one of the bullshit documentaries even traumatized some poor kid. Uh, because they showed that the amount of force that a nine-year-old would be able to to put behind a maglite would be enough to kill a child without actually breaking skin. It would just be total blunt force. It would be spread across enough mass that it wouldn't actually cut any skin. And so this some, some bullshit documentary had a kid, gave a kid oh, a maglite, and he fucking, they had him smacking a play skull. Do you know what else and, I just thought of? Huh? That bleached hair, okay, your skin around your fucking head, your scalp, you bleach it so much, right? Okay, I had, I've been shot, I've been stabbed, I've been bitten by dogs and shit. You fucking put fucking alcohol and peroxide and shit on that. And that's just today, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Another day on the east side of Bakersfield. (laughs) Anyways, you put enough of that shit on your skin, Uh like your skin becomes so tender, so fucking, just so soluble that, yeah, I can see that fucking being an issue. Soluble? It dissolves in water? It does. God damn it. I wanted to use a fancy word. <laughs> Fuck you for correcting me. 90% of our audience. Anyways, I could see that happening. Yeah, like you yeah. fucking, you have this this very tenderized it skin. T- uh, tight. It just becomes, it's scar tissue, like yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so you fucking add that to it. And then you said just on regular skin on a skull, uh, the force of a nine-year-old can do that. All right amplifies that that makes so much sense especially too that well there's not going to be any bleeding yeah it won't break the skin but it will fucking it yeah. won't it, prevent it causes, anything from happening yeah. yeah yeah um and th- and at that point it would break it would make sense because you can go brain dead and still be alive yeah. so i can see how yeah. she's still breathing but she's not responding yeah. at all so like i could see why the parents which is where the like, garrett might also come in because there's some sort of automatic response it could have been like a gasp for era <gasps> you know something yeah. like that that's just total involuntary action or there's maybe not a conscious thought and it's like oh fuck she's alive or maybe yeah she, she's yeah make maybe making those like terrible sounds those, that, you death, know, those death sounds yeah what is it what is that called death rattle uh, or death, whatever? yeah death yeah. rattle that's it yeah. Yeah, yeah oh okay i'll give you another example too to tie into this so uh i was hanging out uh at one of my friend's house like in the hood right and we hear just this god-awful fucking sound so what it ended up being is this pit bull got a hold of a kitty cat and I say kitty cat because it was like a little tiny, like little precious thing, right? Yeah. And 
I, you know, I go in there and I separate them or whatever. And this cat is suffering, right? Like it is just like, it's going to die. It's going to be long and drawn out and it's just horrible. Right. Yeah. And so one of my friends like, Oh God, it's like so uncomfortable just even thinking about it. One of my friends has idea like, we got to kill it now. We got to get, we got to do it. And I'm like, well, what do we do? Do we choke it? What do we do? You know, we're like, Oh my God, like we got to do the right thing here. We can't just let it suffer. You know, this is, you know, a beautiful thing. And so my friend Chris is like, hey, just get that fucking boulder dog and smash his head in. Yep. Oh. And so I just remember my friend th- dropping the fucking boulder right on the little precious, beautiful fucking kitty cat's head. And then the cat's just like shaking and just convulsing and stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God. To this day, thinking yeah. about it, it fucking just breaks my heart yeah. thinking about it. But at the same time, it was like the right thing to do. So yeah. maybe that's what happened to like whoever fucking hit her in the head started to feel like, oh, man, like she's she's gone but it's gonna be a long drawn out it, it process. might not have been that patsy just might have been she'll never win number 25 just put her oh, down fuck. you know um <laughs> old yeller speaking of along with the kids i was like i was saying it the one thing about those bullshit documentaries is they did give some poor little kid a mag light flashlight a mag light oh, to bash in like this skull that was set up on a pedestal that someone had made yeah to, to is prove that the, the netflix point. original one no no no, no, no. because like i didn't i didn't get around to seeing that one but i was this close to watching no, it, the it, i think it's called like killing john john yeah, bernay I, I, I didn't see that one it was but but in the earlier this decade or later the last decade they put it in like three or four different documentaries came out that all of them had agendas but one of them had this kid bashing this skull with a mag light, and you can see the kid is just traumatized, just oh, fucking. Man. So they, so there's three, there's three victims here. If child wise, <laughs> there is John Bonet, there's Burke, and there, there's poor fucking kid that CBS or NBC That's, or wherever the fuck put him through. Speaking of CBS, um, um, when you know CBS's documentary, because I mean every fucking news outlet has probably had a documentary on this, including the Art and Jacob Do America Network. <laughs> um, uh, Burke, who's I believe he's like 18, 19 years old now, he sent he put out a two hundred fifty million dollar defamation suit in December yeah. of twenty sixteen against CB, CBS uh, for defamation and libel and all sorts of stuff for even insinuating they had anything to do with it. And he cited also too, he's like, hey, in July of two thousand eight, the Boulder County DA, due to forensic and DNA evidence, because they sent DNA twice, yeah, that cleared. Every single family member. All of the Ramseys, yeah. Yeah, so every single one of the Ramseys, because when the initial DNA test was done back in December of 2003, which, is, by the way, everything just happens in December, including the death, which is so yeah. weird. The initial one back in 2003 said that they found the profile of two males. They okay, don't know who those so- males could have been, but then they said later on, uh, back when they redid it, um, they said that conclusively, yes, it was two separate males, two older males. Yeah. And which brings us into the intruder theory. Wait, well, well there for is, first, there, I, someone's yelling at us right now. The pineapple, the the pineapple. And the reason why I asked you because I thought you knew the pineapple. The pineapple theory is that Burke got pissed off at John Bonet over a uh, a stolen piece of pineapple that she ate the last piece of pineapple, uh-huh. which explains why his fingerprints were all over. But the there bowl was still pineapple in the bowl because uh, because he had uh, he was getting it and she stole it from him and. And uh, like she took it like out of his hand or some shit like that. He got pissed off, hit her with something. Okay. Because he's a child and pissed off at his little sister. He's a brat. The reason, the, the big thing that really stipulates, uh, that, that really supports this is how far the piece of pineapple that was found in her stomach was digested. It, it, it wasn't. No. Which indicates that basically she swallowed it and then boom, she's dead. Yeah. She didn't have, you know, this, this would have been before they went to bed at 10 PM. She didn't have until, you know, 
being kidnapped at you know four in the morning for that to to go through its mm-hmm. its natural processes and get they probably would have still found something, but it would have been pulp at a certain oh, point. I'm like, but it was basically sold on this. It theory. was basically a perfect piece of pineapple chunk that was found in her stomach in the autopsy. One thing I will say about your underwear theory, things like long johns slash underwear because she was wearing long johns or something. Um, one of the like forensic investigators also came out and said, "I can give you DNA, like opening up a brand new pair of yeah, underwear." Yeah, I saw he that as well. It yeah. and he tested it. And he's like, "Yeah, it could have DNA. been from the factory yeah. worker yeah. in China." I think about that all the time. You know, when we were at Target, I used to think like, because we handled baseball bats, we handled everything. If they killed someone, our DNA would be on there. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's so easy. I think uh, one of the LODs there, I won't name her, but she told me, "He's like, did you know that at every crime scene, they find at least like forty-five different." Uh, DNA from like forty five different people, and they just narrow it down to the most likely ones. Yeah, yeah. I was, there was there was uh, I was going to bring up that there's uh, years ago there was a case in France, I believe it was, that they were trying to find a serial killer that w- that had been responsible. They had found the serial killer's DNA at like 45, 46 different crime scenes all over France, right? And after all this investigation, what they found out was somebody at the swab factory because these are supposed to be ser- sterile swabs. Somebody at the factory in Italy fucked up. And was getting her own DNA onto every single <laughs> yeah. swab, so they didn't. <laughs> so they that. didn't have a serial killer. So all of so for, first of all, fucked up that you know they might have actually tried to arrest her. But also they have all of these different murders with forty five different perpetrators that they all are trying to look for one fucking person. That's just yeah. terrible, you know. I'll say terrible, this too. Um, terrible, it's terrible. <laughs> I'll say this too. Yeah. So, um, it's fucked. It's a fucked up analogy, but or statement, but. It is. It does play into like when people like like black men get accused falsely for crimes because oh, you see it yeah, all the time. Yeah. Every time I fucking open up Facebook, you like somebody released after from jail after twenty six years after being falsely you know accused from her. You know you got to think. You know they pick. You know they'll pick on them. They'll arrest them for bullshit or whatever, and then they'll have their DNA on file. Yeah. And then even with this case, is that they ran the FBI index of all the DNAs that they have. And like you said, like there'd be 45 different fucking DNAs and they just pick the most likelihood. Right. Yeah. You know, a, a police officer or a, a police crime scene place in fucking Colorado. A, a tech. A tech. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, it was this black guy right here. We go, He's already committed a crime. We're going to narrow it down to him. We're going to yeah. pin it on him. And he's like, motherfucker, I was just handling yeah. a bat at Target. So if, if these underwear, like let's say it's like Fruit of Balloon and they make Fruit of Balloon in Korea. All of a sudden, we have some Korean kid that's like packaging or whatever. It's like, or some Korean old man that's like packaging underwear. Which makes sense why the yeah. DNA found wasn't in the FBI's index. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's the family member yeah. um, theory. So then the most the most famous one outside of the family, and I kind of alluded to this already, mm-hmm. is the I. Santa Claus. Yep. Yeah. So Bill McRannells. So he was a retired journalist. Body. He was, yeah, how do you, well, I don't know about all that. He was a retired journalist. He did play Santa Claus. Um, he did play Santa Claus at the Christmas party on the 23rd. And uh, he had a very strong affinity already for John Bonet. Like creepy. And it very said that he, he gave her a note that said, um, Santa's going to give you a very special present this year. After so, Christmas. Or after Christmas, you're right. After, after Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And then John Bonet gave him a vial of glitter, and later he told his wife, "He goes, when I die, I want you to cremate my ashes." I have and mix the it. I have the quote here. I've oh, the gross! Here. Okay, gross. So she it wasn't just that year. She had given him because because they were because he was a family friend. Yeah. So she had given him angel dust. 
right? Yeah. Stardust, Stardust, Stardust. That's the second time we mentioned Angel Dust Angel Angel Dust was earlier before the podcast. It was was Stardust. It was Stardust. My bad. He had given her Stardust. (laughs) I don't know, man. That's that's what happened, man. Santa went crazy off that fucking Angel Dust, man. There it is. Case closed. All right. Art and Jacob do America. Please go to notdaddyapparel.com. That was before. That was Jackman. uh, Fucking. um, So that year and the year before, she had given him Stardust. And he said that he absolutely treasured it. Treasured it. And so years later, they asked him about it. And um, I'm an asshole because I would just throw that shit away. Yeah, he. he <laughs> this is the creepiest quote. I can't know it. Right, so th- this is this is already in um, the early 2000s. That they asked him about this. Um, the stardust was all I took with me for good luck when I had heart surgery last summer. Her murder was harder on me than my operation. She made a profound change in me. I felt very close to that little girl. I don't really have other children. Uh, I, I don't really have other children that I have this special relationship with. Not even my own children uh, or my grandchildren. When I die, I'm going to be cremated. I've asked my wife to mix the stardust John Bonet gave me with my ashes. We're going to go up behind the cabin here and have it blow away in the wind. Fuck that guy. Okay. Creepy. Now, not, not only is he creepy, um, but his own daughter had also been abducted 22 years earlier to the day of John Bonet's murder. Yeah. With a friend of hers and she got he got his daughter back but she was kidnapped and she with a friend uh, when they were 9 and uh his daughter didn't get sexually uh, assaulted during the uh during the kidnapping but she was there witnessing her friend getting sexually assaulted oh. during the kidnapping. Did they say by um, who? Um they didn't say by who not that I saw. <laughs> Um, anonymous black man and then on top of that uh his wife um had actually before this because of her daughter um had written a play yeah yeah this is a good one had written a play about a little girl that was kidnapped and then killed in a basement isn't that just rent the play rent (laughs) (laughs) seconds how man how do you count a year in dead children's bodies you're looking at me like i've seen rent i've never seen rent i i always figured you would be angel is that the the? He dies from age. No, from age. Yeah, age. <laughs> I hope AIDS. I die of age. That's what I thought you I said. Know, I know. He I, died of old age. I know. I mumbled. He died a happy life. I meant AIDS. AIDS. <laughs> Full Sorry, I got life. it. I knew what you're saying. I yeah, saying I knew. That. I know. I'm I just mumbled. But there you go. Yeah. You mentioned it in an earlier. Podcast. I'm the bad guy of the show. Anyway. Uh, but yeah. But he oh, said that pretty good today. He, oh, right. <laughs> I'm staying in line. Yeah. Cool. Thank you, Toby. He said that he was struck by her, her smile, her pensive, almost retiring demeanor, and her angelic glow. Um, so, yeah, just all sorts of, like... Dude, this guy gives everyone the chills, man. Yeah. yeah. And Is only, he still alive? No, no he's, he's dead. Oh, yeah. so that's already happened, right? His ashes yeah. have already been floated away with In, the fucking theoretically, stardust. Theoretically, yes. Uh, we yeah. don't, I don't know if that actually happened or not, but at the very least he said that's what he wanted to happen. And so, there was another guy that came up that... Um, I didn't get a chance to write his name down, but um, he was a 41-year-old uh, teacher. Oh, this is a dude that looks like the guy from R.E.M. Yeah. <laughs> Wears a baggy red shirt. That's the only thing I've seen of him. Where yeah. He <coughs> fucking looks like a fucking anorexic owl. I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen one of those. Oh, my God. Anorexic yes, owl. Does. Yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. It's a perfect Dan analogy, right? Yeah, fuck. So anyways, he's a 41-year-old school teacher who... Um, is escaping the law because of all this like fucking pedophile shit that was yeah. done on his computer. So he escapes to Bangkok, Thailand, which is like the most pedophile thing you can do. Exactly, because yeah. that's like the the fucking pedophile kingdom. capital of the world. Yes, and so he's a school teacher there in Thailand, and he becomes obsessed with this case, and he um, admits 
to being the fucking killer of fucking um, John Benet Ramsey. Yeah. And so um, they start to investigate him, and he's, um, you know, emailing a, a professor in Colorado about the case or whatever. And they finally locate him, and they arrest him, and they bring him back to the United States. And when they're interrogating him and interviewing him or whatever, he's only giving basic information yeah. that only the media yeah. has. And he says that, oh, I drugged her, and I sexually assaulted her. And then this is where he gets off. They're like, well, we didn't find any drugs, drugs in her system, yeah. you know? And so that's where his he story has some is. pretty creepy quotes where he's like oh i didn't um i didn't want to violate her or something like that like i didn't mm. mean to my intentions were never to defile her or something yeah. it yeah, was something yeah. weird like that something really creepy well but the other thing about that is the fact that he actually got into legal trouble in thailand and so oh yeah his name are, was john mark carr he yeah. was too pedophile he for was, the pedophiles he was <laughs> he was like in some he was in some crazy trouble uh they were going to do all sorts of stuff and so the theory the theory on top of the theory is that he pretended to be John Bonet's killer just so that he could get extradited back to the U.S. Where, yeah, he was going to face kitty porn charges, but that was going to be a lot less worse than whatever the fuck he was going to go through in American Thailand. American prison's better than yeah, Thailand exactly, prison. Exactly. Yeah. He's going to have to fight some Muay Thai fighter. <laughs> and I don't want to do that. Some nope. blood, blood sports shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that motherfucker did not look like Jean-Claude Van Damme. Dude, he really looks not. like the dude from R.E.M., man. That's all I can <laughs> say. Michael Stipe. Michael yep. Stipe. Yep. Yeah. Oh, with hair. Okay, the one that really like grabbed me, and um, I it to me if I if you, if I had to put a hundred dollars down and this was Las Vegas and I was betting on the killer of John Bedania Ramsey, I'd put it on this guy, uh, Gary Olivia. Now he was a known sex offender in the area. Oh. Now, real quick, the thing about the Ramsey residences is there was a hundred there was a hundred break-ins within the month of this incident. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then also, too, I believe there was... I have it written down somewhere. Somebody just uh, deal with me real quick. Do, 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 so this is a local pedophile. Oh, there was 38 registered sex offenders within a two-mile two mile radius, radius of yes. their fucking house. Yes. So he was a, a, a local known sex offender. One of many. Yeah, of 38 registered ones that live near the Ramseys. And he said he called a... Fr or a friend actually said this, that he called them that night and he said, I heard a little girl. I hurt her really bad. And he owned the same stun gun, which you said it could have been the track. Mm -hmm. um, they, I guess whatever gun he had, it, the tracks on it matched what would have been on her body as well. Yeah. And I guess he, he he's since passed away. But a lot of stuff made sense because in the house, there was a boot mark that um, didn't match anybody in the home or the family's um, uh, profile. Yeah. And so they said, okay, it must have been somebody who was already in the house because they found no boot marks or anything right. in the fresh, freshly laid snow. Well, Gary Olivier was a famous cat burglar as well. So they said they, they were looking at the evidence as well in one of the videos I was watching. And there's a tree that leads right above where, you know, he could have dropped down on and got into the house. Now, they were saying also, too, like, oh, there was a broken window by the basement but there was a spider web that yeah, was there. Yeah, I saw that yeah. spider web theory too. Yeah, and they said that, oh, somebody would have had to break that spider web to get in there. But if you look at the house, he could have jostled open a window from that tree and got in. Yeah. Also, um, in the backyard, apparently there was no snow in the backyard. Oh, wow. Yeah, Only and, in the front yard. And walkways so didn't have snow on them as well. Yeah. So, oh, that's true too. Yeah. 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 So, they, so there are ways that he could have gotten around the, yeah. the perimeter without actually getting on snow. And you they, said it was a four-story house as well, yes. too, because if the neighbor heard a, a shriek, you can... Okay, my house is not huge by any stretch of the imagination. 
I can sometimes I can hear my neighbor from over here. I can hear him in his bathroom yelling and trying to get pinch one off or whatever over here at this end of my house. But at the other end of my house, my girlfriend swears to God she's asking me a question and I can't hear her for shit. Yeah, I was gonna say that uh, one of the I don't fuck one of the investigators that somebody fucking hired or brought but in. Fuck. Um, he um, they did a, they did a study and they found that from the basement. Someone screaming, you cannot hear in the top floor, which is where all the bedrooms were. Yeah. However, because of that particular broken window, that actually does funnel out directly into the valley perfectly where the neighbor could have heard them. Yeah. So the acoustics work perfectly where it could have been isolated and no one could have realized that she was screaming upstairs while they were asleep. Mm-hmm. And it is it is said that she was tased or some sort of electric shock to her. Upstairs, mm-hmm. she was taken downstairs, and then the the rest of the act was done in the basement. And that is uh, supported by the fact that she does have, like I brought up earlier, the green tinsel in her hair, which matches tinsel that was on the staircases for decoration. Yeah. So at some point, regardless of the details, at some point she was dragged down that stair in such a way, forcibly in such a way that she had her head on the decorations that were on the railing. And you got to think too. This is the ninety six. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. This is the rise <laughs> of the fucking internet right here, yep. right? This is where, you know, at every grocery store checkout before, you know, she dies. There, there There's an America Online fucking yeah. tri- free trial 35 CD. 35 hours of free trial. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They're just giving this shit away. Yeah. I think I still have CDs like somewhere stored around for America Online, right? And so you got to think, this is the rise of the internet. She's already out in the public eye. Like you said, yeah, she's on yeah. float. She's 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 a local fucking celebrity. She, she's nationally celebrity. She's on the front of that magazine. So as yeah. far as you can be with, with something like that, yeah. There's 38 sex offenders in mm-hmm. the area. And you, you got to think that some fucking pedo, you know, is going to be out there and just be like, hey, this is what I want for Christmas. You know yep. what I'm saying? You know what? I didn't know this till today. The whole thing about her being on the on the parade float. Yeah. I would not be surprised if there was like two pedophiles there and they they come up with a plan like let's break in tonight and two people could do that you know and and then that would make more sense in the uh, writing the note the note is still so weird to me though. okay one of the, one of the theories and I, I wanted to get to conspiracy theories at the end but this is gonna this this one I feel like I gotta bring up one of the theories for the intruder is that this is someone this is already a registered sex offender this is already a pedophile this is already someone that's got some sort of a history mm-hmm. okay. So if he went in and there's some theories that maybe the guy was there and waiting already um, or just comes in or whatever, um, if he's already there and waiting, if he gets caught and he's just in the house, you know, if he gets caught trying to break in, that's breaking and entering. You know what I mean? That sucks. But, you know, that's 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 a weekend, you know, before you have to go see the judge. Yeah. But if he gets caught breaking and entering with a ransom letter on him, that's a whole nother shit storm. And so he's trying to, for whatever he knows, the snow, he knows it's a rich neighborhood. He knows, you know, whatever the fuck may be. Um, he's going in there with his as least incriminating evidence with the idea that he'll make stuff up and he'll make up whatever he can along the way. And then it was legitimately just a botched kidnapping. Okay. But how long do you think it took him to write that note? Oh, it took forever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he no, had it's to have been, so you're telling me, yeah. So it's this, in this theory, he's sitting there at least 30 minutes. There's no way he came up with that shit. And he had like a practice note that he started off and then decided to discard. Yeah. So yeah, there, there's no fucking cat burglar. That's like, okay, now let me write this note. <laughs> like yeah. for the next 30 minutes. And then this dad, by the way, apparently he owned like a lot of guns. So, Oh, I didn't see that. So, uh, yeah, the kid mentioned it. 
during the interview, like later on, the yeah. dad owns a lot of guns. So they bring up this whole thing about how later on they all get tested, like his guns get tested to make sure like none of them have been fired for, for any reason. By the way, she had no bullets. I don't know why they tested his guns. Like yeah, yeah, she know. hadn't been shot. But anyways, they still test his guns. But um, he it was some matrix shit. She was fucking running through the storm <laughs> of bullets and then finally Burke was just a, cracked him over that, the head. With that the was part of the talent competition. Dodge right. his bullet, bitch. Yeah, Dodge right. your bullet. Yeah, he owned a lot of guns, but no, no guns were fired. Um, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't buy that. The, that's the biggest weird thing. Like you would, you would want to show, and then even if you hand wrote it there, you would write the most basic thing. Like give us a million dollars at noon tomorrow. Call but, what, but what if you sneak in like far hours earlier and you're doing nothing there, but twiddling your thumbs, you can only spend so much time in the jack off corner before it starts to hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you just, you, you start just writing off this fucking epic, you know, Homer Eskian pe- epic, you know, mm-hmm. fucking. If she, she gets it. The two gentlemen watching your daughter don't particularly like you. So, I mean, there's a, like I said, there's 1,600 people that were people of interest by yeah, October yeah. of 97. And there, I mean, I had like a whole page full of suspects. I don't think we yeah. really need to get into them. But those are the big ones. That, yeah, that those are see, the yeah. big ones to me that stand out. The, the biggest stories at the very least. I mean, yeah. the house, yeah. the former yeah. housekeeper, there was a guy that committed suicide. By the way, that afterward. pedophile that you brought up, when he was arrested, he had a picture of her in his, in his backpack. Yeah. 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 Did you say that? No, I didn't. Oh, but okay. yeah, I mean, yeah, I did see that. And that's to me. That's the that's the person I'm pursuing. If I'm fucking the bitch from fucking Fox News, that's who I'm squinting my nose right, at. You right, know right. what I'm saying? Not the parents. The parents are fucking weird as hell. But at the same time, it's just like, what the fuck would you do if you lost the battle? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not gonna. You you can't predict how you are going to act. No, I no. do think that that interview that her brother does with uh, Doctor Phil, mm-hmm. it's, it's weird. So creepy. He's like smiling. He's like oh, wait, awkward. Did, did He's he, like. Ugh. Because I know the dad did the interview with Dr. Phil. Did Burke do one as well? Yeah, Cause, he did cause one he, I know her. he did like a documentary yes. style. No, no, like yeah. He did one. Or some he, did one with he did one as well? Yeah. Okay. He's he's off. And yeah. it is the creepiest interview. Like, oh, there's I don't, no way. Either he himself is a pedophile. There's something weird yeah, about him. I don't, I don't know if... if I don't, don't, I don't know about Burke. Bef- I don't know about beforehand. <laughs> But we like could. after the fact, like I'm, I'm sure it just totally fucked him. Just ab- especially, he's got to be a young kid hearing all these theories. You know, it must be hard to get a date hearing about. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so you got to pa- think too. He's got all the emotional drama of fucking being mm-hmm. fucking second banana to your little sister, and like you're basically, you know, without being passively being told that like you don't matter. Your sister's yeah. the only one that matters. Then he, then in her death, she still gets all the attention. You're yeah. still John Bonet's fucking brother yeah and so then you got all that fucking uh trauma then i mean at the heart of it this is somebody that like a family member that you actually loved and shit you're going through this and not only this too the mom in 2006 dies of breast cancer too so you no longer have your mom your dad's probably a fucking 10 years after yeah yeah your fucking mom is a fucking asthma yeah uh your mom is gone so you don't have that emotional support system your dad well she probably wasn't that great of emotional sports system to begin with mm-hmm. all of the money you're watching your family the father uh said uh in later interviews that everything took away the entire family fortune mm-hmm. so oh, you're going man. from lavish living to nothing literally nothing yeah. um you're you seeing your, the help you're seeing your father uh uh, uh from uh, owning really yachts through the to mud. shop you're, at old navy exactly yeah, yeah. Fucking exactly it's you know he's That's still a luxury up. but yeah, right you know he's fucked up he's, he's got to be totally fucked up but yeah, so I mean, he he's off as well. Burke. And they, evidently, they say um, they did a, a, a when he was a kid. Uh, they they're showing him pictures, and uh, again, the pineapple. They show him pictures of the pineapple, and it's and it's like uh, you know, do you, <laughs> do you, do that you should see, have been my pineapple. He, he says, "Do you do you see this?" And he goes, "Uh huh." Uh, what is it? 
And then uh, whoever the investigator was, again, from one of the different agencies that was brought on, says that uh, Burke just kind of had like this, saw the click in his head. And Burke, instead of answering, that's pineapple, that's whatever, Burke just went, oh, and they got real quiet. But that's when Burke is like nine. You know what I mean? So he's getting interrogated. He's going through all of this shit at an extremely young age. But then, too, that you can After think he to, killed his sister. But you got to think, too, like, <laughs> <laughs> if he did, yeah, then, yeah, I can see where you're going with that. But at the same time, you're a little kid. You're hearing your mom and dad and right. the media and Nancy Grace and all these people, Geraldo Rivera, talk about this shit. They're talking about the pineapple. He At that time of the interview, because they didn't interview him until much later. Yeah. You're thinking like, oh, this is the shit that everyone's talking yeah. about. Like it, it hits home from him again, you know. Yeah. So it could be that as well. So I, I don't really put much weight into that. By the way, you know, Geraldo saw this as a fucking godsend of some sorts. Like yeah, after that Al Capone, because all, all he had was the fucking <laughs> it was the fucking uh, Al Capone shit. All he had was the fucking uh, and the King Tut's what like before that that was a bust yeah. too. Like and that goddamn you know, ugly Jesus ass mustache. Christ. Yeah, oh, man. which he still has by the way. Like, yeah. like I don't like it, but you know, God bless him. Was rocking always, with confidence. Was he always that conservative? He's like super like on the Donald Trump train right now. I think he was. I I think he was, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Which is kind sure. of, which is part of the reason why he was always kind of on the outskirts of the media. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was always kind of oddball. Um, one of the other theories that there is is again the, <laughs> that the parents did it, but that it was totally accidental. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, going back to the wiping issue, um, there's this, there was one theory floating around that middle of the night, two a.m. It's fucking Christmas Eve. It's been a long night. They have an early morning. John Bonet wakes up saying that she just wet the bed. Mom gets up. She is pissed off. She's trying to contain her rage, but she can't do it. She's wiping, cleaning up John Bonet, and she does it just a little too hard in the bathroom. John Bonet slips and falls, cracks her head on the bathtub, and falls over limp. And now at this point, Patsy's saying, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, gets John Bennett. They see their, their little girl motionless, not responding. Fuck, she's dead. What do we do? We just we have to we have to get we have to we have to do something with the body. So they take her downstairs. She does the death rattle, or she is still alive. You know, we we right now we're adding in the death rattle, but they're saying that she was still alive. Oh fuck! Get the Garrett and strangle her. Uh, Then then hide her in such a way that it's easy to find. My my only thing about that one is, um, I know that she had a history of wetting the bed. Yeah. But that particular night, has she wet the bed that night? I, you know what? That was something that I looked for, and I couldn't find one way or the other. I, I couldn't find. There was evidence of like it was it was like basically plat saran wrapped mattress and stuff like that. So yeah. you could tell that they took precautions. But as far as I'm aware, I, I couldn't see anything that said one or the other whether they actually found urine in the bed or whatever. It goes back to what Art said though. If you already had an estranged marriage or whatever, why are you covering it up at this point? Yeah. Why are you helping her? I'm like, bitch, you going to jail tonight? Yeah. Well, maybe I would have been pissed. He, like, oh my god, what I'm going fuck? to the club next week. This is my ticket out of this goddamn marriage. But did he sign a prenup? Did he? I don't, I don't know. know. He's smart, dude. He I don't know. Yeah, he's There's the CEO. No way you have that much. Money. He's got his own personal lawyer. He, but d- does does Larry the accountant that he calls with on the weekends? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, they uh, while the police were there, I forgot about this. While the police were were there during the the initial investigation, they went golfing. Um, no, <laughs> because they were supposed to. They were supposed to. They were supposed to get on a plane to go to Michigan, right? Yeah. Evidently, about ten thirty ish. Uh, one of the officers says that John Bennett got on the phone with his pilot saying, hey, change of plans. We can't do this. Which like, you know, all right, that's courteous. You're going to let your pilot know, hey, my kid's gone. We're not going nowhere. You know, that's courteous. Okay. No, he calls him and says, hey, we got to change direction. We're going to go to Atlanta. 
as soon as we can. I did see that. Didn't he call his pilot and tell him, I'm going to Atlanta, but he wasn't going to take his family? I don't. I didn't see that. Yeah. I don't know if it was. Okay. That's, that's what I saw, too, because I was like, that's weird. Because yeah. that's when I was trying to find theories on the dad. And it just turns out like, oh, I'm leaving my family here. I'm going to go to tie up some business and I'm coming right back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that, that kind of ties oh, okay. that shoe lace a little I, bit. Because my thought was that uh, John Bennett, don't, don't fucking sue yeah, us. Yeah. One of them had a. Uh, <laughs> Bennett. I mean, John, yeah, John Bennett. Bennett. One of them had a, uh, a son in Atlanta. And so the thought was like, oh, he's going to go see family. But the son was already on a plane out of Atlanta yeah. to Boulder, supposedly, which I don't understand why they're going speaking to Boulder. Of that son, speaking of that son, this is another thing that goes unexplained and no one's been able to tie this shoelace up. Um, real quick, and then I want to get into the, the ending of it. Um, there, that suitcase that they found the boot mark oh, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. they oh, found yeah, yeah. a blankie in there. And they said, okay, whose suitcase is this? And the family is like, we don't know whose suitcase is. We don't own a suitcase like this. And that blanket in there turned out to have the semen of that older son in there. And nobody's been able to explain oh. it since. But the, what gets him out of it is, is you know, every, he everybody can say that, okay, that older son was in Atlanta the whole time yeah, during yeah, this. Yeah. So, yeah, plus, how old is that older son? I bet he was his semen's everywhere, dude. Yeah. He, so, there was a jack-off corner yeah, in this yeah, house. Let's just say there was some well, jack-off blankets and he socks. He was an adult. You know? the, the older son in Atlanta was an adult. Mm-hmm. That was, I don't know. The but he must age, have been a teenager at some point. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! There's probably probably someone missed it, and you know that yeah. that sheet might. I'm have been sure there's still a jackoff sock at my mom's From house somewhere. Age twenty <laughs> or twelve to twenty-two. I'm sure it's like goddamn. There's like jack there's off. semen everywhere. Yeah. Just like, like super bad nightlight. It's glowing. So to end this podcast. Oh we, no, we're not done yet. Fuck. Okay, Eric. Do you want your own show? Number three. <laughs> <laughs> I told you two parters. <laughs> no. Okay, okay. So what? One more thing, and then let's wrap it up. You're not in charge of this. There's three of us here. <laughs> I, I, don't know, I, think, I think we should wrap it up. What, you got okay. something really juicy in there? What's going on? Uh, what the fuck does uh, SBTC stand for at the end of the fucking letter? There was shit saying that South it was... South Park Mexican? Seduced by the child. Stretch, but all right. There was signed by the captain. This evidently is a boating term uh, for when like uh, the, the boat catches a certain wind, it, that the wind was signed by the captain, or sent by the captain, signed, sent by the captain. And John and good old fleet were boating buddies together. And so it might have been something that could have been the two of them together or some or someone that knew him, someone else that might have known him from the yacht club, you know, from one of the lakes or whatever. That's that's a probable thing. And that yeah. goes into when I wrap it up. So is there any because I know he says like a foreign faction or something like that, right? Yeah. They, they talk about a foreign faction. Yes. It says we are part of a foreign faction or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's also saved by the cross and evidently going into the one hundred eighteen thousand dollars. And how specific that number is. They're saying that maybe they found a pay stub and they knew that his uh, uh, they knew that his thing was a charge. Or it could have been Psalm 118, which was has something to very do very specific. And good God, it's a stretch. But it's it's still like a legitimate theory. It's right there with how it's connected to 9-11. Another like, thing. Oh, God. Seriously. No, seriously. That is. All right. That is how we know the show's <laughs> over. We're almost wrapping it up. One thing I will say about the number itself is why would you ask for that? That's just this bonus. Yeah. Why would you ask for like? I want to clean out. I'm going to clean out your bank account. I don't know. If you had the choice of cleaning out someone's bank account or just taking their Christmas bonus or yearly bonus, it's like you would clean out their bank account. You know they have more than that. Oh yeah, and that's and that's the thing with at least double. This has been. They are an insanely, an insanely uh, uh, visible family. Everything they do, they flaunt mm. everything. They're putting their kid on a fucking float. They're having huge parties at the house and at the company, letting everyone know why. There's so many different people that knew about the the details of the fuck. They let all these people into their house 
you know, gave them tours. Fucking, it, it couldn't be that hard to swipe a key or like get a mold or something like that. You know, it just hit me. You guys are familiar with the movie Fargo? Yeah. It's, do you guys think that I just hit me? Could this potentially be one of those like Fargo situations where they were trying to get more money? Somehow they got into, well, they were pretty well off. They weren't, never mind. My yeah, story no, falls apart. No. <laughs> All right, Jacob, take us home. So the last theory is that she never died and she actually grew up to be Katie Katy Perry. Perry. Yep. Which who was born in 1996? No, she was not. She came into public view in 1996 as a newborn. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been a trash bag? However, yeah. that song. Baby, goes. I want to be a firework. Yeah. Did, how, did you did you watch that YouTube video where the guy tries to to yeah. prove it? Yeah. It is ridiculous. It makes me want to vomit, especially since Katy Perry is older than I am and I'm 34 years old. John Benet Ramsey would still be in her late 20s if yeah. she was still alive. So, I could understand. Oh. That said, okay, Eric, I'm sorry I got to cut you out. We got to wrap it up. <laughs> so, with that said, what are your personal thoughts after everything I think been the exposed, sun did it. I think the sun did it, but I don't have proof so you can't sue me. <laughs> I think that it was somebody close to the family. Possibly that one guy, the pedophile guy or whatever. But if not him, I think it was somebody that knew her. So it could have been somebody that dressed up like Santa Claus and who was feeding her the pineapple. And then when she was eating the pineapple, stun gunned her, dragged her to the fucking uh, basement, wrote the letter out. And that's why she that's why nobody else was awake, quote unquote, per their own statement. One thing about it, the letter would make sense if that Santa Claus guy wrote it because that dude was writing plays and he liked to get yes. all fucking fancy. Well, with his that wife shit. was writing plays. He oh, his was wife not. was writing yes, plays. His wife oh, I was. thought not he was him. writing plays. Huh. Oh, never mind. His wife wrote But the he was pretty elaborate, though, too, though. So, yeah. like, I can see that as well. Yeah. Him just being Plus associated the whole, like, with her. putting glitter in his ash. Like, that's all, like, poetic <laughs> bullshit. In his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Put the glitter in my ass <laughs> and then burn me with but, but you got to think, like, it's it's the day after Christmas. Santa Claus already said you're going to get something special. Yeah. What looks l- not conspicuous at all, you know. Maybe they, he told her, like, open the door for me at this time. Exactly. Maybe they yeah. already had a prearranged thing. Yeah, and that's why, okay, you, if it's Christmas and you see Santa Claus walk down the street, you're not thinking twice about that. And so, to me, I think it was somebody that knew him. That's how he knew that the he got the $118,000 bonus because he didn't want to be too greedy. It's like Goodfellas. Yeah, why not ask for more? Well, because then you're going to have all this money that it's a tight it's a tight community. They're going to see you. It was at that Christmas party. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised he was flaunting that money that he just got. Oh, no. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you don't want to get too much money where it becomes suspicious. So, $18,000, like, okay. And you still got kind of got an infinity for the rest of the family. So, that's why he's saying make sure you get plenty of rest. John Bonet is going to open up the door for you. She's going to know what's going to happen. Or she she knows this person. She's not going to scream and yell. You just sold me a little bit on the Santa Claus guy. Because also, too, if she's shrieking be- because he hit her with the freaking uh, stun gun. That yeah. would explain why it cuts out immediately because she's out. She's knocked out with the with the, with the, with the, with the, the magnite? Magnite? Maglite. Maglite. And so, to me, that's what happens. It's somebody that knows the family, knows the pers- very personal details can get in at that time of year and then fucking not only that but has the gall to say here eat this pineapple santa claus got something very special for you in the basement and to me that's that's what i think if it's not that one pedophile guy i the way i see it, it there's 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 too much evidence that shows that she was forcibly dragged from the top floor to the bottom mm-hmm. and so for her so i could see her screaming at the basement and it not getting heard in the top floor but for someone to go upstairs, get her, and then come back down with her, 
and and then no one in the house hear that, I I have a hard time with that. I, I the way that I see it, it's one of two things. It's either Burke or um they didn't go the Katy Perry route. The whole Katy Perry thing is they killed her off so that she would be brand new and not have the whole childhood. She could become famous again. You know, yeah. she's not the beauty pageant queen that became Katy Perry. She's just yeah. Katy Perry. I don't know about that, but I could see it being. That so they, Katy Perry's from California. Katy Perry was a background singer for POD. Allegedly. Christian Rock. Allegedly. No, you don't know that for yeah, a she fact. Really she really was. You don't really know that was. for a fact. She was um, very Christian. The other, the other is, uh, but that they would have tried to stage a kidnapping. I think that maybe they're not they're not staging it so that she comes back to Katy Perry, but that you know, oh my God, this is the fucking this is the phoenix rising from the ashes. She's gonna win all of the fucking beauty patches now, you know. So they kidnap her, they hide her away. They're not gonna tell her shit about it. They're not gonna tell Burke shit about it. They're kids. They're not gonna be able to keep their trap shut. You know, it's an amazing thing that she can sit as still as long as she can, but she's not gonna be able to do that forever. So they don't tell either of them a thing. They try to go through this kidnapping. And then somewhere along the way, they fuck up. There is there is a theory that uh, the Garrett came first and the choking started because to kill someone that way will take a long time. So they're just trying to instill some fear in her, try to knock her out, something like that. And because it's not like it was piano wire, it was tweed. So it was a fairly thick piece of rope. So they're trying to strangle her, you know, knock her out. They think she's out. She screams. Someone panics, hits her over the head. Oh, holy fuck, what the fuck did we just do? So I think either it's Burke or it was a well-intentioned kidnapping gone awry. The parents and and the parents have to try to scramble to uh, cover up the mess that they made by trying to make their child even more of a star than it already was. Mm, yeah, I guess. No. So those those to me those seem like the two most plausible theories. Because like 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 you were both saying like if one of the parents kills it kills her. Uh, fuck, it's, I've done that a few times. Her, she's not binary now. You have done that a lot. <laughs> I, I've tried. I'm sorry. I mean, um, if, if Gender one, neutral fucking beauty queen. <laughs> if if one of if one of the parents kills, then even if at that night they they um uh, they try they they go in together and cover up the the crime. All these years later, fucking one of them had to do a break. Especially since you know they they were uh, they were already estranged to begin with. You know the, the relationship didn't last. One of them would have turned like, on the other. Nah. You know, I have a feeling like Bert would be be the one that they would both agree we we would have to cover up to and protect. take this yeah. to the grave. Yeah. yeah, just that parental guilt. Yeah. All so right, with that guys. said, yep. we're sorry that I mean, there's we could go hours. And Not hours dead and yet. Hours, apparel. So. Type in Ed Castillo. <laughs> Eb for, Eb Eric Ben Castillo. Ed Dynadeadpearl.com for ten percent off. Uh, go to Art and Jacob Do America on Facebook. Join the Facebook group, the conversation over there. Eric looks very uh, sad that he can't okay. go on for a third uh, hour. <laughs> Damn, you love children. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that. It was just like I was like legitimately worried that we were not going to have enough to talk about. Like I and I always thought like, dude, if we could do because it seems like everyone does at least like legitimately. I will say this: parts. we are definitely of all the podcasts I listen to, we're definitely the one that went into the most. Yes. Detail. I will say that. Yeah. A lot of them that I listened to just they just went over to it like, oh, that was why they were acting weird. I, I wouldn't do that. I, I think it was Katy Perry because <laughs> she talks about phoenixes. And oh shit. my God, that was it. That was it. It was a demon that killed John Bonet so she could take the body the, and become Katy Perry. I just got the fucking chills. When oh you said my that. God, there it is. <laughs> Katy Perry is John Bonet and, with and that, a yeah. demon. And so, make sure you follow us on Facebook, <laughs> Instagram. Jacob has blinders on right now. Um. Uh, robots versus robots. I am at Art Jacob Do America. He is at E B Castillo the first. 
He's also on Twitter at EB Castillo two. No, he's EB also Castillo on two. Twitcher. Yeah, number two. Twitcher. He's on Grinder. He he is on all the pedo sites. Yeah, he but no, try, not, try not to get me on Grinder, man. I get hit up too much on that. I can only tell you, Mama you two. Right. If you know a single dude out there, tell him about <laughs> Eric <laughs> EB Castillo. And uh, with, oh, and with that said, everybody, have a good night. Have a good night. Be good out there and don't kill someone.